open the stockroom doors, Hal. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 208 for the week of Wednesday, 17th of February 2016. I'm Ben, and assisting me in great numbers are... Eddie. Adam. John. Justin. And Scott. This episode is brought to you by Mike's Comics and Stuff and actionfigureblues.com. Tonight, we cover all the news that is the New York Toy Fair 2016, and our discussion topic is a toy breakdown of the Hasbro Marvel Legends Infinite Spider-Man Absorbing Man Wave. Here we are on mass. How are we, fellas? We are all, well, almost all here. We are here. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be talking all, all over each other. Yeah, all absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, <laughs> no, you go. Fine. No, you go. No, you go. It's almost miraculous we have this many people uh, at once. So um, I'm going to go with a little pictures and a script and start with Mr. Scotty. What have you been up to? Oh, I'm disappointed. Disappointed. I've had two dis- major disappointments this week. Uh-oh. Um, one is that I made a typo in a Facebook post. <laughs> to, oh, no. to who? Yeah, and Eddie and John both caught me. Yeah. Do tell, do tell. It was yeah. all. It was. It was and all. Then we'll Adam. Get their version. It was Adam. <gasps> what? Yeah. No. Oh, was it Adam? Adam first. Yeah. What am I saying? Eddie caught a typo. Hello. Okay. No, um, I did. Yeah. You, you sent me. <laughs> no, that 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 doesn't matter. That's that's autocorrect. This is like a you know a Facebook post. No, I just I put I I, I it, was, it was off instead of of. Um, it was because Facebook shared, you know, like their little memories of things that we don't, we're sure you don't want to forget. And it was the most ridiculous meme I'd posted two years ago that it was reminding me of. And I said, of all the things, except I typed off and, oh, the shame. Uh, but the really, um, the really disappointing thing was today, well, Eddie texted me earlier in the week and said, I found the six inch um, Dawn of Justice Aquaman at Big W. And didn't buy you one, um, and um, the so I made a point of going there today, and I know it's not the collector version, it's not the you know cinema multiverse whatever blah blah, but it was still so horrible that even for eighteen dollars, I just couldn't buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you just painted black and you've got a Rob Zombie action figure? <sighs> I just couldn't buy it, and my my eldest was like, "But you love Aquaman." She's like, is it because it's the movie version? I'm like, no, no, I'm totally happy for the movie version to be different. This is just such a terrible action figure. I just cannot, I don't want to encourage them by spending any money on it. That's incredible because you bought that thing that had no head that time. That's right. The blamoid. Stuck in his chest. The dreidel. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was Firestorm. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no, I bought the blamoid. That's it. That's the blamoid. Yeah, blamoid. His yeah, it's been hit on the head. No, it's just the, you know that product line that sounded like you know what happens to you after you've had a a big night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bought a blamoid. I buy everything Aquaman. I'm going to buy the um, Aquaman and Thomas the Tank Engine mashup. 
Like, wow. uh, I know. Terrifying. Terrifying. I know, but I couldn't buy it. Mm. It was so crappy. Anyway, that's you know, me. Speaking of typos, I um, I was preparing a document for a, a board meeting and I always used to get one of my staff who was very, very, very good at um, like a bit of a grammar Nazi to always do a bit of a proofread for me. And she came up to me and went, um, I'm not sure how I'm to tell you this, so I'm just going to come out and say it, but I was proofreading the document and you mistyped count. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you for picking that up. Coffee's on me. Because <laughs> I was just about to send that out to a dozen very high-profile people. Anyway. one of them the count, the count from Sesame Street? Or? Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm glad it's just the count and not the typo. It's very mad when you misspell his name. Yeah. Mm, mm. All right, Mr. John, what have you been up to? Uh, I don't know. It's snowing here today, so, which has oh been very odd because it hasn't snowed. Oh, damn. Yeah. It was like 50 last week at one point, and, uh, which is very unusual for February. That'd be so, 50 Fahrenheit. Okay. So you are you past the worst of it? I, I don't know. I don't have a clue because normally January and February we get tons of snow, you know, mm. off and on. But yeah, not this year. So, that, so I, expect, I expect we'll have, we'll have snow in July. Probably. <laughs> As an Australian, it's very weird to hear people talk about like the amounts of snow they got this week. Or yeah, yeah, I would imagine. Mm. I would imagine. Mm. But so I think my mom people... and dad have gotten more snow in Kentucky than I've gotten here. So, Goodness. which is odd. Mm. Okay. Sometimes people ask when you know they hear I grew up in Chicago, they're like, "Oh, do you really miss the snow?" I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> if you've never lived in snow, you have no idea how gross it is. The, I, you know what I'm. You know what I miss is the quiet. You know, when you'd be outside, like maybe walking somewhere, and it's all that quiet, just nice, peaceful, and it's just kind of lightly snowing. And mm. I, I miss that just every once in a while. Is that because nobody wants to be outside? Yeah. Yeah. I think there's something magical yeah. about like the first snow or whatever that kind of never wears off. It's the living with it that becomes, you know, because it, it hangs around, gets slushy and gray and horrible and that's the yucky bit i find it bizarre yellow that they and brown and brown yeah they move all yellow. the lawnmowers out of the stores and bring in the snow blowers for you know the cold <laughs> season whereas here you know it's lawnmowers all year round yep. so, huh? yeah i know <laughs> my mind's blown i mowed the lawn today <laughs> there you go. hey mr justin yo it's been like about oh, a year or two since we we're on a show together <laughs> what's been going on well, hey, I grew a beard. Me, hang on, hang on. So. Before you get going, ha- give us a Sarah Lee update. Uh, Sarah Lee. Um, oh, they had, um, whatchamacallit, Ben and Jerry's for some reason there. What? And I tasted it. It was Ooh. the, um, I can't remember the flavor now. It was something weird. Hey, but anyway, I back, tasted it. Back up. Did you just say that you grew a beard? <laughs> I'm joking. You're joking. Oh. No. It'd be, it'd be gray and horrible. <laughs> 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 but I, I like the improvements you've made here. I, I can see that the new erotic wallpaper's up, and someone's going to have to explain position number eighteen to me. And looking around, I see the uh, bronze statue sorry. of Urinate the Boy. I explained seventeen to him. I'm not doing eighteen. It's someone else's turn. Yeah. Well, that guy looks like he's in extra arm. I'm so- <laughs> Like I'm not limber yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, urinate the boy. That was good, good times. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Well, but apart from that, uh, it was in a week. 
as we know, uh, my wife uh, broke her ankle in three places and it's it's been an ongoing saga. But she didn't have to get the moon boot after all. Can I come in with a joke and say she should stay away from those three places? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a bark roll. <laughs> uh, that's an oldie bit of goodie. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Any, anyway, tr- truthfully, how, how is she? Yeah, she's good. She, the, um, the moon boot, she didn't have to do it, so the doctors were... Oh, that's um, disappointing. <laughs> the moon boot's the coolest yeah. bit. Yeah. No, yes. it's not. It's oh. not. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this past few days she's been able to drive again and um, been able to walk unassisted. So she's getting there slowly but surely. Yeah. Very good. Long-term prognosis, good. Yeah, it's the um, the the six weeks of immobilization is the where it's the most uh, chance for it to um, be injured again. And if oh, you man. you're strict to uh, bed rest and not doing too much, you should be fine. Long term prognosis, and she did that. That's good. Uh, so I've got three kids, all do activities after school, so it's been it's been it's been a stretch. <laughs> your your sanity is intact. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Mr. Eddie, what have you been up to? You uh, probably had a bumper week. Yeah, mine was Deadpool, 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 some Deadpool, Deadpool. So I'll just have to Google this Deadpool. I don't know what this is. Yeah, yeah. no no one knows really. It's a small indie film that uh, has not been mentioned on social media whatsoever. So, so, so they're the, uh... talking about the Clint Eastwood movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> Last Dirty Harry film. Jim Jim Carrey's debut. That's all. Yes. So have the cinema staff barred you from coming back and, and, and told you that they need to sell tickets to other people for a change? Yeah, I'm starting to get some weird looks from people as I walk uh, around. But I, I'm quite lucky. I, I have a cinema where I work that I can just pop in and watch segments for and pop back out again. So uh, <laughs> I'm quite lucky uh, in that regards. But it has been – had a bit of uh, some sad news. There was a – death in the family at one side and all of that so it was uh, very wonderful to escape into the cinema and uh, have your favourite character uh, treated so wonderfully uh, which I'm sure Scott will find out in a couple of weeks with Superman v Batman Uh, but yeah Uh, I I recommend to anyone who's over 18 Can we just talk about uh, Batman versus Superman? So I went to the – I saw Deadpool today. I'm not going to say anything about it except I went to the extreme screen. And, um, You're not even saying been... it right. You're not even saying it right. Come on. <laughs> extreme. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> wow. And so I haven't really been taking much attention to Batman versus Superman. Oh, I'm going to see it. There's no doubt about yeah. it. But – uh, the the Lex Luthor part is just, it just takes you straight out of that movie. You're you're in the trailer. It's dark. It's Bruce Wayne running into that smoke cloud, and then it's like someone said, "Now Jesse, go and watch uh, Jim Carrey play the Riddler," and that's what we want you to do. He comes and goes, "Oh, <laughs> it's awful, isn't it? You don't want to get a fight with this guy. <laughs> it is so camp and over the top. It's like, ugh, threw up a bit." <laughs> I actually didn't mind the latest trailer they released two or so days ago, 
And that got my hopes up again. And then today the big news came out that Warner Brothers heads are having a big meeting about whether or not they pull Snyder from the Justice League movie because apparently the Warner Brothers studio screening did not go so well uh, in terms of favourable reviews apart from Ben Affleck as Batman. So oh dear. Uh, it's very, very worrisome when you hear the studio uh, is having a bit of a debate. But studios have been wrong before, so fingers crossed. that. Uh, Well, that latest trailer where you see um, Batman come through the window of the building and, you know, the cape is out, you know, doing sort of the bat symbol kind of thing and he he lands and and begins to take out all those um, armed goons in hand-to-hand combat. Um, that's that's all I need. I, I could watch two hours of that and go home happy. I, I don't need, you know, uh, Jesse crapping all over the rest of the film. Well, yeah, apparently that's it. It's not the Batman stuff. Apparently that's been received well. It's all the other stuff that people are <laughs> uh, having trouble. So much that the big talk is if Snyder is pulled off this uh, Justice League film that they're going to push up Ben's solo Batman movie and um, really push the bat angle. But, yeah. Mm. Wor- worrying, worrying to hear. Nah, nah. <laughs> I'm not Go that fussed, to be honest. Dead. That's good. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yes. All right, Mr. Adam. Yes. Hello. Hi. What's been happening? Uh, I'm trying to think. It's been a mad, mad rush, like the last three to four weeks at work, and pretty much everything else has been just, if I can do things, it's nice. You um, built a computer, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, so that's that, every week. So so that one started that one started not with my computer, but with my phone, right? So I went to Wait, go you install, built a computer out of your phone? No no. I went to go and install the latest Android update, whichever one it is we're up to now. Lo, uh whatever's after Lolly. Smith Berry Crunch. We'll go with that. And um so I'll I went and started to install with a twist of lemon. A fist of lemon, yes. Um, That's so I went, to in- I went to install that, and that crapped my phone out, so I had to go back and rebuild my phone from scratch. In doing that, I got rid of all the music off of it, which is ridiculously large amounts. So to try and get all the music back onto it, I tried to be a smartass because um, it wasn't doing... <laughs> yeah, it didn't copy things that were uh, purchased in iTunes properly. So I'm like, okay, fine. And in doing the trying to be a smartass, I um, corrupted my computer, so I had to go and rebuild that from scratch. So that was fun. Yeah. And that took like a weekend. Fair enough. But other than that, um, not much. We've got our carport pillar repaired. So there you go. There's a Captain Do Stuff uh, thing. Captain Handyman Adventure. Yeah. What about um, you, Ben? Yeah. What about me, Ben? Um, well, for those people who aren't aware, I have actually had the last 12 months off from work, taking all my long service leave to look after my tadpoles who um, weren't in full-time school and they are now in full-time school and I have just over one day left before I return to work. Ooh. Yay. So, <laughs> so Is your I'm, wife going to take like one of those back-to-school pictures at the front of your house? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Me and my little shorts and Hardy's hair, S, slick to the side. <laughs> so um, I'm looking forward to going back to work and having a break. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, but other than that, I've been enjoying my new car a lot. So oh, that's good. It's been, uh, it's been fun. 
But anyway, we have a crap load of stuff to get through, including so much news that's been broken into two bits. So I think uh, perhaps we should get started with some articulated news. Let's do it. Yes, indeed. Impossible. The Hall of Justice under attack. Batman behind bars. New from Kenner's Superpowers Collection. Hall of Justice playset. Some assembly required. Vehicles and figures sold separately. Well, before we get to our main features, read the Absorbing Man Marvel Legends line. We'll cut to a massive, massive roundup from the New York Toy Fair. First bit of news this week goes to John. So over to you, mate. And my first bit of news is not from Toy Fair. Um, <laughs> but it is something I heard about during the week, and I thought it was pretty cool. Um, the guys over at the Full Force uh, in in England um, were talking about this, and it is a unofficial guide to Marvel three and three-quarter inch figures. Um, it's done in Spain, uh, or the guy that does this is in Spain. So the, the page I have linked here is a Spanish eBay page. But um, essentially, he's put together a book that like kind of chronicles all of the Marvel three and three quarter figures. And it looks like he's got the movie figures in there and, 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 um, you know, all sorts of stuff has a picture of each figure and kind of what the card it came on is and stuff. Mm, um, cool. yeah, yeah. It's, it's 25 euros. It's a, it's a neat looking book. I mean, from what I can see, it, it looks pretty good. It looks, you know, this is one of those things that's nice to have because you got all the accessories right there and yep. you can see what came with it. Yep. Um, at least in my opinion, that's kind of nice to have. So that gets a decent wave by the look of it through the the line as well. Yeah. You know, kind of having it all in one spot. I mean, it, it seems like, you know, you can get a lot of this stuff online, but when you do it online, um, you kind of got to click on one and then click on another one and y- yep. you don't kind of get to flip through it like this and kind of see how it evolved. So yep. yeah, I, I dig these kind of things. Yeah. They're pretty good with the GI Joe community too, aren't they? They bring out those uh, updated books every so often. Yeah. Yeah. And actually that's what they had been talking about. And they actually compared this to those and those books are really good. So, um, you know, this, this is pretty nice and it, it wouldn't have been one of it would have expected somebody to do. So, um, Mm. you know, Mm. if you're a Marvel three quarter figure collector, this, this might be something you, you would enjoy. So yeah, definitely. All right. Well, we will move on. And, um, next up we have the, uh, premium format Gamora and this appears to be her video game version um, because she's wearing more clothes than I think I've ever seen Gamora wear uh, so <laughs> looks like she's you know from uh, Mass Effect almost in, in the armor she has on yeah I don't know <laughs> it's uh you you get a comic book version this the uh you're right it looks like something out of Mass Effect definitely but um you know, you have a I in my mind of that sexy uh, vampirella almost costume that she normally wears, but each to their own. I wonder how many people will actually buy this. You know, they go, "Oh, Gamora, all covered up, yay!" <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, for five hundred dollars, uh, mm. that's a little <laughs> on the pricey side, I think. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing that really makes her stand out as Gamora, is there? No, mm. just a little skull insignia, I guess. But, mm. I mean, she's green. I mean, that's about the mm. only. I'd have a hard time telling if that was She-Hulk or Gamora, you know? Yeah, definitely. If I just saw it from a distance. But, yeah, it, it definitely, that I don't know. The armor still looks Mass Effect to me. But Yeah. Yep. Anyway, you guys not in on this? No, definitely not. No. Nah. The, the, the prices the, are getting beyond ridiculous for these this statues will, uh, as well. This will teach those uh, uh, statue people to leave us to do the news. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, yep, yeah, nah, good. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, <laughs> we also got one that I'm sure that Eddie will be disappointed that he's not here to talk about because, uh, as you can guess, it's Deadpool. Um, and it's a premium format figure. So I'm guessing maybe mixed media, maybe not. Um, you know, cause Deadpool wears leather. So it's, it's kind of Deadpool. This is just the sneak peek of it. So next week we'll probably be talking about the full figure, but it looks like he's firing one gun behind his head and maybe mm. one straight or something. Mm. It doesn't really look like mixed media though. No, I said that and I was like, well, maybe it's not. That's, that's kind of mm. disappointing if it is. You know, just all sculpted, I think. Yeah. So, that's oh. awesome. Yeah. I, yeah. Sure, we're going to get bombarded with Deadpool stuff now. So. I, now? Yeah, but I mean, it's going to ramp up. <laughs> Don't tell Eddie, but he's not one of my favorite characters. <laughs> uh, I, I could take him or leave him. The movie's very good, but yeah, not one of my favorites either. <laughs> I, I prefer my heroes to be dark and brooding, mm. but that's just me. I, it, it has a lot of pouches on it, it looks like, if i got to say something about it. And from that picture, we can't see any feet, so it's probably uh, <laughs> I feel that here. No, that works. Yeah. <laughs> that works. That's it. That's the whole statue. <laughs> we could see another one. <laughs> There's probably a dust cloud as well. Right? <laughs> yeah. Or, or another character's butt in the way or something like that. <laughs> ridiculous, massive bubble butt. <laughs> or a gun. Um... Moving on, we will finally now get to some Toy Fair news. Uh, DC announced a bunch of, a bunch of stuff. Um, it looks like they have, you know, we're going to be getting bombarded with six inch figures from, uh, them, obviously, for the films. Um, some of these I think are already out. It looks like they've got the Zod and Superman, maybe, uh, Wonder Woman, uh, Harley Quinn, of course, Armored Batman. Who, you guys are looking the same link I am. Who is the guy in the middle on the second row of what I we're looking no at? I have no idea. Yeah. Me either. <laughs> is it Trevor from GTA 5? <laughs> I don't know. It looks like that guy that, you know, has the skull tattoo all over and then has tattoos all over his body. It looks uh, kind of like uh, him. It's um, not El Diablo, is it? No, it's something boy. Um, no, I think it is El Diablo if you look at the... Um, the link name. Oh. Yes, this makes sense. Huh. Mm. Movie version, we should say. Mm. Okay. I will take everybody's word for this. And I know you guys have been waiting for this. They're actually announcing a designer series, um, Harley Quinn line. This, this is Amanda <laughs> Connor, so uh, these must all be designed. We're getting Retro Rocket Harley, Superhero Harley, Classic Harley, and Holiday Harley. I'm passing. Yeah, it'll be a pass for me as well. It's, uh, I guess to talk about Deadpool <laughs> saturation, he comes Harley Quinn ramped up as well. So, you know, yeah, it's going to be, uh, incredible. There's going to be, uh, the cosplay now is going to go on forever. <laughs> yeah. That retro rocket Harley. I don't know about that. I, I normally like space bubble helmets, but that one's just not selling it for me. <laughs> nah. I don't know. And these figures all look the way they have them posed. They have them very stiff and. Um, you know, standing straight, looking ahead. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's probably a pass for me as well. What I was excited about is it looks like they're expanding, and Scott will be excited by this, I'm sure. Um, their Batman animated series line, and uh, they're going to expand it to Batman Beyond. So it looks like uh, we're getting um, the Batman Beyond uh, Ace and uh, Old Bruce from from that line. 
which is kind of cool. And it says it's a three pack, so uh, that'll that'll be cool. Mm. Um, there's a five pack of Girls Night Out, which has what is it? Poison Ivy, Supergirl, uh, Batgirl, and Harley. And who's the f- fifth one? Any idea um, on that one? That's uh, Killer Frost. Ah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, now probably the announcement that kind of kind of set everybody off this week was um, in the animated line. I I know our friend friend of the show Dean uh, thought of us immediately when he saw this. They are announcing a Batwing, so to go with that Batmobile, and this one looks like it's even a bigger piece yet. So uh, this is a six inch scale Batwing essentially. And it is. Yes, I've seen it. It's it's incredible. <laughs> I'm so glad I spent a fortune on Justice League Unlimited figures when they were <laughs> in the peak, and these are coming out all in six inch. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's almost like uh, you know Star Wars collectors not wanting to go up to the six inch scale, and it's it's yeah. uh, ridiculous. If I know these were coming out, I, w- I would have definitely got them. But I'm not going to replace a three and three quarter inch line of basically every DC character you could want with these. Now it's just um, going to cost a fortune, and I can't be bothered. So the real question is going to be how much butthurt is unleashed about the Batwing, considering that they just re-released the Batmobile, but kind of better. Yeah, that's that's what um, Dean had actually said on Facebook when he posted a link to this. He said, I am sure that people will want to wait for the second release of this. Yep. So maybe they learned their lesson, and it'll come with a Batman with a cape, and, you know, you can put in there. And I don't know. It's a neat piece. I imagine, you know, if you were a Batman collector, that would be a really cool centerpiece, you know, to have kind of hanging up. Yep. Cause I hope it also, I hope it also comes with a middle-aged gentleman in a Batman coat. <laughs> uh, and a walking stick. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Craggy features. <laughs> uh, if it came with that coat, I'd be tempted, you know, I'd be all right. uh, now, that's Last fine. week, the boys were talking uh, DC icons, and they are adding to that line as well. They are adding a back, uh, Superman's Batgirl, right, with her motorcycle. That is that her accessory? I guess I don't know if that's a deluxe one or not. I imagine that has to be. Um, yeah, I think so. It looks pretty good. I, li- I like that. Um, I think there's two different Green Lantern accessory packs coming. Well, I don't know that they're necessarily Green Lantern. They're just icons accessory packs, I guess. Um, mm. you know, the one Green Lantern one, I don't really understand how it did. They've got some arrows here on how it's put together, and I don't know if I necessarily understand how that all works, but it looks like there's some multiple piece construct thing, and then some batarangs, some green arrow arrows, uh, the, uh, the original flash helmet is in a little case, um, uh, Eric Aranya from Boss Fight was excited to see, uh, what it, Chip, I believe that's what how you say his name, right? The, the green lantern squirrel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And a little tuxedo, uh, <laughs> ensemble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some Joker fish. Um, and then another set has a uh, Batmite, a bomb and a pie, a baseball bat, uh, the Dr. Fate helmet, uh, another construct piece, a couple of starros and a couple of swimming hands with yellow streaks coming off of them. I would assume they're flash hands or something. Yeah. yeah. I would assume too. So, um, another, uh, we'd seen last year a, a Jim Lee Batman that was kind of all stylized, like it was a drawn 
uh, animate, you know, it had like pencil lines and stuff on it. We're getting a Superman like that, uh, this year. So I assume that one will probably be an exclusive somewhere. Um, and then we're seeing bombshells for, um, Raven and Bumblebee. Now I'm not familiar with Bumblebee, but that Raven looks pretty cool. She almost has a, like a Mrs. Robertson thing going on, doesn't she? (laughs) Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Come hither. Uh, yeah. And Bumble and, uh, Killer Bee's the, um, cheerleader. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. That Raven almost looks like she's a, um, an evil Disney queen. <laughs> I'm still yeah, she okay does. with it. <laughs> it's the fishnets, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're getting Greg Capullo, Aquaman, Green Lantern, Jim Gordon as Batman figures. So he's got the big, power suit thing. I don't want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> Darwin Cook, uh, Flash, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, uh, John Stewart, and Catwoman figures, and then uh, GCPD, Batman 2-pack. That must be the power suit regular Jim Gordon Batman. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm uh, not liking any of those, really. No. no. Aquaman's face looks very yeah. weird. <laughs> uh, Frank Quietly, Batman black and white statue. That should be okay. A Frank Miller, uh, Joker, which I don't know. I could probably give or take that in the, in the black and white statues. I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of his artwork for, I, I shouldn't say that on a podcast, but mm-hmm. it's just, no, it's, a little, it's a little overstylized for me. Whereas I think it works in Sin City. It just doesn't work for Batman for me. Yeah, fair enough. I said it. I said it. I said it. <laughs> Um, then they're also doing some TV and other stuff. Uh, Batman Arkham Knight, Batgirl and Oracle two pack, a flash green arrow or no flash arrow TV two pack. And then a wonder woman, uh, action figure three pack. It looks kind of like a wonder woman through the ages, maybe going, you know, early to the movie. Maybe uh, so. the face sculpts are you know, pretty bad for all three, actually. Yeah. I don't know about that. I just, I, mm. I don't know. I mean, I'm glad for Wonder Woman fans, I guess. Um, you know, and, and I think you alluded to it earlier that we're going to be doused with Deadpool merchandise and, um, mm-hmm. Factory Entertainment is announcing products based on Deadpool. And one of the first things we're seeing is a premium motion statue. And this is Deadpool in one of those little, uh, supermarket rides that you would, you know, put a nickel in and, um, this is a rocket, so he's riding a little rocket kids ride. And he's yeah. got his katanas on his back. And um, if Eddie was here, he'd probably be all over this. Looks like it's got little springs on it, so it's kind of semi-bobble. Yeah. That's... Seconds of fun. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Eddie's fear of bobbleheads will keep him from this. Do we know? Do we want to take bets? Nah, probably not. Uh, no. I reckon it would, because it's not the head bobbling, it's the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Might blow his mind. Right. Well, our our good friends over at Funko have some non-Deadpool stuff, and um, they're coming out with some new uh, Dorbs. They've got Skyrim, Adventure Time, and the Daredevil TV series. And I actually kind of dig the Daredevil TV ones because those are kind of cool. You get him with his uh, black uh, suit, <laughs> his red suit, uh, just a Matt Murdock with his little glasses on, and then a, a very cute little um, uh, kingpin, I think. Yeah, didn't have to do much one, did they? They could also be uh, Professor X. <laughs> yeah. Well, but he's standing up. 
<laughs> True. Um, True. I I like him because if you painted a goatee on him, it'd be you know never mind. It's a different. A handsome devil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it, what's kind of cool is the the black suited one. Um, because of the way he wears that mask, he doesn't even have eyes painted over him. So you know he's kind of an eyeless figure. I kind of dig that. I don't know. Does the red suit actually have eyes in it, or is it just... That'd be freaky. The red suit from the TV show. Yeah. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah. Uh, the Adventure Time ones, you know, it's it's all the characters you'd expect. Are you guys Adventure Time fans? Yeah, I love it. I love the fact that people who smoke marijuana every, each and every day are able to uh, <laughs> cooperate together and put a TV show on t- <laughs> put a TV show together. But I actually really do love the show. <laughs> um... The the king's not there though, in this oh, in this door blind. Yeah, yeah, that seems like kind of a omission. So flame princess. It encourages yes. you know that thing imagination. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I have not watched it. I'll need to sit down and watch it. I I like it because it ends so abruptly with the weirdest notes all the time. You as soon as it ends, you go what? <laughs> <laughs> there's there's never a real ending to the show. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> You've almost convinced me. I, I I need to watch it. Yeah, I have. Happy, there's an. Uh, it's yeah. I have. There's an, as, oops, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say there's a, there's also an uh, there's an overreaching arc in every series. So there's little snippets of uh, a continuing storyline that happens as well. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. There's a lot of merchandise out there for it. That'd be the problem if I started watching. I'd probably want to go buy stuff. Hmm. I have Happy Tree Friends right now on my Netflix queue. I need to watch that first, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not so much marijuana as ice. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, there's a couple of Skyrim uh, dorbs coming as well. Um, I don't even know who these, the, the legend, legendary Dragonborn. Um, I'm not even going to try and say his name. You know, these are, King. Th- thank you, Adam. And uh, Daedric Warrior, is that right? Yeah, yep. yep. Yeah, the problem I have with Skyrim, the way that they do it is, it really just needs to be like a base figure of a number of different races, and then, yeah. or different species essentially, and then just a bunch of um, different armor and mod kits for it. Mm. Yeah, that'd be Definitely. something cool for Bandai to do. I could see them pulling that off. Yeah, I think it's the only way to really do it in a way that is going to please everyone. But nah. You can't please everyone. We're nah. toy collectors. Well, one I was excited for coming from our good friends at Funko is they have more Game of Thrones pops coming. Um, another dragon, which is Rhaegal, the green dragon. Uh, looks like another undead warrior. Uh, a harpy, which are those f- masked, uh, guys from, those are from where Daenerys is, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Year old spoilers. Well, they're kind of spoilers. And- um, an unsullied. So this is just a plain unsullied. He's got his face masked, which is kind of cool. Um, then we've got a, a Sergiora. Although I don't think that looks, looks like him. I don't remember him having that much of a beard, but he's got his little skirt thing on. So yeah, Captain yeah. Friends. Yeah. He looks kind of, uh, pissed off too. I'd be pissed off if I was him. <laughs> uh, Bron, who's everybody's favorite character, I think now. Um, that we're not seeing really any of the hound anymore. Uh, everybody likes Bron. I, he's our favorite character in this house. 
Okay. Uh, Melisandre, if you're a fan of the queen of the fire god thing, whatever. Um, I don't, I don't, and Stannis Baratheon, I can't see anybody buying those two pops. Unless Are you kidding buying. me? Stannis <laughs> is like the only one I'll buy. He's my favorite character in the entire series. Justin, what Whoa. about you? Who's your favorite character? <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> um, what I am really excited for is, uh, you know, they do the Funko rides, the the pop rides. Um, they're doing a Daenerys with uh, Drogon, which is the the red slash black dragon, and that that looks pretty cool. So you got Daenerys riding up on top of of Drogon. I will have to have that. Yes, it's, uh, we've said it a million times before, but when it, when Funko lends itself to these, uh, you know, the over, oversized ones that they do really well, that's, we had that in the Batmobile and the, um, what was the other one they did that turned out really cool? I can't remember now, but there was another set. Oh, the Ant-Man one. Oh, yeah. Which was really cool. So, yeah. 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 This one looks on the same level as that one to me. Yeah. Yeah. I will have to have this. Expect to review sometime in the future. Huh. So, um, Moving on to some of the bigger places, we're seeing um, that uh, Hasbro has confirmed that there is a wave of X-Men Legends coming. Yep. Yep. And um, I guess the only figure that we've seen as of recording is um, Deadpool, right? No. I've seen uh, Jim Lee Rogue as well in the in the gold, green and gold as well, I think, is the only other one at the time of this recording anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So. We will probably have some more information on that way, that next week, but um, kind of good to see them bringing some of the X Men stuff back because maybe, maybe we can get a gambit. <laughs> yeah, well, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, is that movie still going ahead? Uh, you know, I thought I read that it wasn't, and then I read that it was, so I don't know anymore. Okay, I still think they've got the wrong person for it, but yeah, um, that's just me. I, I. Uh, he's not the right build, even I don't think for Gambit. You know, Gambit's that yes, uh, sinewy sort of. Yeah, he's he's very he's a thief, so he's you know yeah dexterous and and thin and able to get in and out of spaces and um you know he'd be more like a, a Jean Claude Van Damme type. You know that that's the kind of action person I would expect to see for it. Yeah, yeah. Not that I want to see him play that role. No. <laughs> you know, maybe 30 years ago, but not now. Um, I don't know. He could do it. Yeah. They wouldn't have to explain away his accent either. Yeah. No, no. Oh, that would have been perfect back in the 80s if we'd gotten our oh, yeah. early 90s. A Jean-Claude Van Damme Gambit movie. Mm. Somebody make that. That was, always, that was always a good Friday night in, wasn't it, when, when video shops still existed? Oh, yeah. And, you know, he'd, he'd have like two out every week. So yeah. you'd go and watch a, uh, a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Oh, wrong bet. Where he is a, uh, I can't remember. He's in a foreign legion, and he comes back and he has to fight yeah. in underground uh, car parks, and it's so stereotypical. Like that he has to fight guys from different nations, and this guy's got a kilt, and he goes, "Wow, this guy must be Scottish." Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Sean Claude. <laughs> you know, I I remember the thing I remember about video stores is I used to rent movies and. Um, like Die Hard and Die Hard 2 and, you know, Westerns and stuff. And I remember me and my dad would watch those together. And that, that's a lot of good memories for me. So we, we sorry, we did this thing where um, if it was a Friday night, we had nothing to do. We had, uh, I think it was like seven bucks for seven weekly, something like that. 
uh, weekly rentals. So we have a group of mates and you just say like, okay, whose turn is it? You have one minute to pick seven movies. Oh, shit. And you'd have to run around and be be out at the counter within one minute with seven movies. <laughs> right back of shit. Yeah, basically. You'd get one movie that you wanted and then whatever was next to it. That's it. <laughs> Nightmare from Elm Street 1 through 6 and Nightbreed. Yeah. <laughs> Someone picked Jim Carter one night. You've seen that uh, great film? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, man. Wow. Just just Google it. <laughs> I don't have to do that. Um, another bit of a news that kind of excited people, kind of pissed people off. I, I don't know. Maybe we'll have some feedback later in the show on this. But uh, Hasbro is announcing 12-inch Marvel Legends. Yeah. So you mean they're resurrecting the... Um what was it? The legendary icons or whatever it was? Yeah, icons. I think it was. Yeah, really. That no one, yeah, that no one liked in the first place. No. <laughs> well, you know what these are? These are articulated titans. <laughs> <laughs> yes, with more than five dollars spent on sculpting and and uh, <laughs> and paint. Yeah, I actually saw the Black Widow this week, and I I meant to take a picture because I'm not sure if I liked it, disliked it, or oh, <laughs> it it was it was a thing. I'll just say that because it looks like they molded her hair in another color, like a softer plastic and then stuck it on top of the head and it's kind of brightish reddish. And yeah, just keep your eyes out for that one. You won't miss it. Anyway, uh, we're seeing Iron Man and and Cap, um, huh? Like, like they, maybe they're in a movie or something this summer and, uh, they're going to do 12 (laughs) Marvel legends of them. I don't know. They, They look okay. Hopefully they'll pick warm and come down. I could see me picking some up. Again, just you know, I think it, it's one of those things, unless you had a whole bunch of them. But if you were an Iron Man Cap fan, like I can imagine, my friend Tom will probably get the, the Cap just because. But I don't know. They look okay. Yeah. But they're the. we're also looking at the airbrushed uh, Hasbro promo picks. So yeah, that's it. When, when we see actual Toy Fair picks, I think we'll, we'll have a, a, better, a better understanding for these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So why don't you bring us up here, Justin? Uh, brought you up by delving into the first part of news for me. Um, now, this is all confusing now because Hasbro has rebranded Marvel Legends uh, into the four-inch, so they're not, what were they, Infinite Series and Universe at one stage? Mm-hmm. So now it's the Marvel Legends four-inch. And so we're getting a comic two-packs. Um, we're getting uh, the Sam Wilson cap, so that's Falcon cap and Vance Astro. Uh, in another two-pack, we're getting um, Machine Man and Superior Iron Man. And in the last one, we're getting uh, Jane Foster, who was, what, Lady Thor? And uh, Thor as well. Helmetless and beardless, and he just does not look good. He, he looks <laughs> he looks like, uh, I don't know. Inbred Thor. Yeah, or um, I'm not too sure what, what I'm looking at here. <laughs> Dirk the Daring from Dragon's Lair. Yes. Uh, what a game that was. <laughs> that was the most frustrating game I had ever played. Cause it'd be like, yeah, two, but you're like, it'd be like yeah. two quarters and you'd be like, okay, I moved to, oh, no, I gotta move to, uh, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm playing a cartoon. I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. I think I only ever made it past like one screen. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad that I'm not collecting universe anymore. Yeah, it's uh, it's 
I don't know. It's just out of my my collection scope. So to me, these aren't uh, anything that I'd like to get. But I guess Lady Thor is just the first sort of uh, action figure we're getting of her. I think people will be happy with that. And also the um, Falcon Cap seems to be getting a huge push as well. So I don't hmm. know. Each their own. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. But Vance Astro has the old um, Gardens of the Galaxy insignia on his chest, which is yep. not bad. But once again. Not for me. I'm going to move on to the next part of news, and it's uh, Hasbro. Once again, they're calling it Marvel Legends Roleplay Marvel Products. So I guess everything's just now Marvel Legends, uh, so incorporating the Marvel Legends game. Uh, these items will cost around $100, and it's, it looks like more of a cosplay sort of thing, dress-up. There's an Iron Man mask that we've seen so far that opens with the faceplate, and there's also a Captain America shield. So the shield measures 24 inches across, so... It says it's uh, the exact same size as a as a shield that uh, Captain America uses in the movies. Oh, it's a hundred bucks US, so I guess double that here. So I don't know; it might be a cheaper way to get that shield on your wall if you if you're so inclined. I don't think uh, I could ship it to you for much cheaper than. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, couldn't wrap it in like a brown paper or something. I wonder if that Iron Man helmet's going to have electronics or anything in it, or. I think it's just going to be a big piece of plastic. Yeah, you remove a faceplate for your adult role playing. <laughs> well, I mean, at least with that helmet, you know, actually, both of these you could you could display those w- without issue. I think you know as, as pieces in your collection. Yeah, mm. I don't know. I, I kind of dig the Iron Man helmet. I like the shield. I mean, if I see it for under two hundred bucks, I might be tempted. But you know, I'll probably get in trouble for that. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. Yes. I understand. <laughs> The space and the the junk tag. But anyway, moving on to more happy news. <laughs> Hasbro announces My Little Pony Guardians of Harmony figures. And huh. uh, the stock standard ones are there. Rainbow Dash, Pinkie Pie, Shining Armor, and Shadow Bolt. And when I scroll down, uh, there's some exciting news that... Uh, the big news that it can't stay hidden anymore as My Little Pony presents Spike the Dragon in all his glory. First time Spike the Dragon has offered a grown-up version of himself. He comes with uh, light sounds and firing projectiles to help his friend defend Ponyville. There you go. It's one for the bronies. I don't know how that made news. (laughs) Um. (laughs) We're being subverted. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. That's how they get you like they live. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. All their names kind of rolled off your tongue. I I was was surprised. (laughs) I have two daughters, if that's uh, any excuse. Mm. <laughs> You're not convinced? They're certainly colorful. I, uh, Indeed. They, they that's actually, one thing going for them. They actually remind me, the, the way this series looks like something from She-Ra. Mm. Yeah. A, a little bit. Especially, which one is it? The the white one. Is that Rainbow Dash? No. I don't know. That's probably <laughs> that shining armor thing. Yeah. The, the white one with the helmet and stuff looks pretty cool. And a spear. A horse with a spear. Standing on its back legs. I normally call that a unicorn. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That is a unicorn. Or a wonderful dream. That is a unicorn. I didn't see the spike. Oh, my bad. My bad. Pony fans don't hate me. I'm just... Uh, you're finished, John. Ignorant. I'm ignorant. I'm sorry. Please move on, Justin. Okay, I will. I'll move on to some uh, Marvel comic book news. we got Marvel Premiere Collection Rogue 12-inch... Resin statue. So this is uh, the rogue in the green and gold uh, costume with the leather jacket. 
Um, this one will set you back 150, uh, limited to 3,000 pieces, uh, 12 inches tall. I'm not too sure if that includes the base as well. She's on some sort of floaty, watery telekinesis base. I don't know um, that, but... Yeah, there's something going on, the separation between the hair and the forehead. That yeah. seems a bit off. It's look, it's too much. Uh, well, it's like it's like those should be curls coming over it, but it looks solid behind it. Yeah, I, I yeah. think that. And maybe if we can see the turnarounds of this eventually, maybe it'll look better. And when you look at the face, it's Claiborne more as well, and you can see uh, you can see Danger Girl in that sculpt for sure. Mm. Yeah, definitely has a style. This this is my favorite rogue costume, but this isn't necessarily one of my favorite. I, the, the way that leg is supported on that base, I just don't know. Mm. Yeah. It just... That's one of the worst bases I've seen for a while. It, it's like there should be some texture, some waves, or, you know, uh, some other forms in that, that base where it connects to her leg. It's, it's not really uh, character-centric, is it? It doesn't really... No. Yeah. And then it's, then it looks like it's just, you know, it looks like, it looks like a big blob of blue tack stuck to a coaster. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'll pay that. Oh, well, I don't know how uh, Ben would feel about that, but it's a pass for me. Well, I think we do know because in the, in the, in the show notes, he actually has Ugg written in red. Oh, does he? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think we, we, we know Ben's opinion on that. It's got to be the, it's got to be the face sculpt and the one knee up that's, uh, He's doing his head in. Yeah, the Captain, <laughs> the Captain Morgan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that wraps up the first part of our news from Toy Fair. We'll come back with Name That. Well, now it's time for everybody's favourite podcast game, Name That. Our good friend John, a.k.a. Engineer Nerd, from TVandFilmToys.com, go check it out, presents us with an action figure sound, and the aim of the game is to guess where it's from. And he's the man himself. Hey, thanks, Ben. Uh, it's kind of weird to have everybody, like, here. I, I, I don't know how to do this. Hey, Not by hey. myself. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll get right with others. I know it's not my strong suit. Mm. We'll, we'll get right into this. We will try and play a clip. Um, I say try. So we'll see how this goes. Good great. Oh, what I know it. Earth. I think I know it. You know, You think you know it? I think I know it. Go ahead. Okay, Eddie. Is that the lather and shave Ken doll? It is indeed the lather and shave Ken doll. Yeah. That's terrifying. How? Do, why do you know that? Yeah. Because I wanted that so bad, but I was so scared to ask for it as a kid because it was a Barbie doll. It's but I just best. thought it was so manly, the fact you could shave Ken's face. It's for the, it's for the best. Oh, I should <laughs> see if that's on eBay. <laughs> I, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. Yeah, well, actually, what, what were you thinking, Adam? I was going to make inappropriate suggestions about things being shaved, but still being a Barbie-related thing. But sure, the fact that well, it's a Ken doll just terrifies me. Our, our friend Why Hellbot actually. I want to know how to shave it. Friend, it was. It was, it was such the a, like. 
It was, it was that's like a nineties manly <laughs> ad too, where he's like hiking in the mountains and he's looking all rugged, and then he shaves and goes out on it. Oh, so good. I am disturbed. <laughs> well, Hellbot uh, thought it was Brazilian Barbie, but <laughs> <laughs> I had to tell him that was more waxing than you know shaving. And then no. and then Cal, be and then Cal, yeah, Calzor <laughs> came in and uh, he actually figured out it was the the shaving Ken. So now, John, were you aware this thing existed, or did you just come across it in your travels for the segment? A little from column A, a little from column B. <laughs> I think and, I've mentioned it on the show before. I think I might have actually talked about my weird wants of it. It's actually many of them. It's like, they like release one every decade. Yeah. Um, I, there were no boys on the street I grew up on and the girl next door had Barbies. So, you know, that's, that's my, my excuse at least. So I, I don't know. I don't know, but, uh, good job, Eddie. Good job, Calzor. With that little yellow short. <laughs> okay, moving okay. on. We'll 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 put in a new sound um right right here maybe. It's a stampede. They're in trouble. Will they escape? It's up to you with the What do you think, gang? Should we play one more more time just to make sure everybody can get this one? Yeah, I yeah, that would be good. Okay. Okay, we'll play it one more time right here. And, uh, I, just because I know he knows it, Adam, yes. where would you go if you thought you knew what that was? I would head to the Action Figure Blues forum webpage, and that can be found at afbforum.com, and you go there, and you find the thread that's all about, wait for it, name that, and you drop your answer in. You, you've been practicing, haven't you? Um, in in Justin. Yes. If if they got it right, what would happen? If they guessed right in the thread. Well, they'd get four points, John. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Ben. Yes. If 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 they got enough of those four points, what would they get this week? They would get an A B car wash voucher. Oh. The bikini one. You betcha when we're on. Uh, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing the bikini or, I mean, I don't know that we've got enough vouchers to pay for that. Well. And, and Eddie? If they wanted something easier, where would they go? I know. <laughs> okay, Scott, tell tell us where they would go. To TV and film, filmtoys.com on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays? There you go. Tu- Tuesdays and Thursdays. Eddie? Yeah, did you guys, you guys just went complete. I heard, and Eddie, if they want something, eat. And then I just heard Scott talking at the end there. You, did you hmm. hear me talking or? You just no. made an editing job for John. Sorry, it's John. Okay. 
Yeah, like I I'm going to edit that. <laughs> I'm still in shock that Adam knew how to find the AFB forum. Yeah. Wow. Well, should try posting once in a while. Ah. Oh. Oh. Wow. Um. Oh wow! I just found a a, a gummy bear on my desk from last week. Let <laughs> <laughs> that, that sucker go to waste. It's still squishy. Okay. Um. Eddie, on yes. on Tuesdays and Thursdays, what are the versions that we play on TV and film toys? Uh, you have a shadow version, and you have an accessory version. Okay, close enough. Well, it was a green yeah. coming out. Never mind. Well, good, good job, everybody. Everybody did good. Yeah, you still go to the forum. You still make the point. You still make your guesses. You can still get points for car washes. Huzzah! Yay! Yay. All right. Cool. (laughs) Thank you, John. All right, guys. Coming up next is our second installment of Articulated News. Disappears with warm water. Barbie doll, dog, and towel not included. Well, we all took a little refresher break and we're re-energized. And um, Justin, you're going to continue your, your your toy fair news and give us something really cool to talk about. Okay, might be after after this one then. So <laughs> talk about a weird Al Yankovic figure we're getting from Mega Toys. So this is the uh, re mega re mega version. Sorry. Uh, with the uh, cloth clothing, uh, it's part of their eight-inch uh, retro line. Uh, Al comes in with two heads: the the man perm and the more long-haired version. Um, looks like he comes with his uh, his accordion and his in uh, a microphone as well. Um, I can't say I'm a massive fan of this one. Um, it's just something about these figures that I just sort of tune out. I don't know, and this. It's not doing much for me. I mean, the, the the face is there and everything. I just, I don't know. I, I can't see me buying this one. Guys, help. I really want, I really just want the accordion. Yeah. <laughs> just as an accessory. Yeah. I assume it's going to be like 40 bucks or more. So. Oh, I mean, can you imagine like, like Lou Zealand from the Muppets playing that? I could put him with my band figures. Oh, it'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so you want this for all the wrong reasons in other words. <laughs> The accessory. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm an accessory junkie, so. Yeah. My wife actually, um, she listens to accordion music from time to time. She has it in her Pandora rotation. And uh, I, I I got listened to it. I was like, oh, okay. And I was telling a guy at work one day, I was like, you know, you can't listen to accordion music and not be happy. It's uh, just always happy, mm-hmm. happy, joyful music. Do you have to be happy in? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. I guess there is some, you know, French cafe music that isn't happy, but I don't know. I, I, I hadn't identified homicidal as a happy emotion before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, it depends. Some killers might be happy carrying out yeah. the killings. <laughs> okay, I'm Polish. This is kind of in my background. Maybe it's just genetic. <laughs> <laughs> Bring on the polkas. Okay. I might move on. It's we're the same company, but we're getting uh that's Necker that is, we're getting a seven inch ultimate Scarface Predator. This is the video game appearance. Uh this is gonna set you back twenty four ninety nine US. And this rendition is stands over eight inches tall, thirty points of articulation. Um it comes with two head sculpts, uh spear gun and more accessories. It comes in one of those special window box packaging that uh, recreates the uh, video game covers that we've seen. And for a massive Predator figure, it looks pretty good. <laughs> uh, I'm sure Ben will be uh, quite happy about this and build up his uh, army of Predators. Um, I saw these for the first time in, in a shop today, and they, they are very impressive figures, but I guess you have to be a pretty big fan of the movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. the video game ones are even a different collector you know segment yeah. really because this will come in that window box or you know with the flap and look like an old game um oh man that that reminds me of rental stores too <laughs> yeah video games for yeah. sure yeah but um i don't know because it, it looks like in some ways it looks like the paint's a little simplified on this guy and then others parts of it it doesn't so i don't know he'd be i don't think he'd fit with just like a regular predator collection the skull on the right shoulder though looks particularly menacing I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. It's good. It's a line that keeps on going. Oh, yeah. 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 Definitely has its fans, too. That's for sure. Oh, I yeah. see a lot of pictures of collections online. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I only saw the second movie last year. <laughs> and I, I loved it. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever seen the entire first one. I've seen the second one, but I don't know if I've ever seen the entire first one. See, I don't think I've seen the entire second one in one go. I'm pretty sure I've seen it all across a couple of goes. But I have seen all the Predator alien films. That was, that was a very good time uh, when movies came out. You had, like, a Total Recall, Terminator 2, yep. you know, Predator. That was, uh, was a good time to be a teenager when those movies came out. <laughs> oh, you guys were teenagers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you start. <laughs> Listen, Eddie. I'm only 41. More neck and use. From a new character, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, but it's Harley Quinn. And this is the uh, 1-4 scale Batman Arkham City Harley Quinn. Um, so we're looking at 18-inch, uh, see release in July. It is straight from the comic book. She's got that, uh, what do you call it, bustier <laughs> thing happening with the straps and uh, and a uh, Uzi. And it's Harley Quinn. Actually, she has <laughs> two... Um, Two of those. I oh, think yeah. those might be Mac 10s. I don't know if those are Uzis or not. I think they're Mac 10s. Let's click that little picture down the bottom. Yeah. Just, just a guess. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. She looks okay. If you yeah. like the video game version. Yeah. Well, it it's doesn't not, matter if you don't. There's another version you'll be able to find. <laughs> yeah. It's not a, um, it's not as like out there as some of the, the, the versions of her, I don't think. I actually like this better than the movie version, but that might be more my personal taste in leather. <laughs> it doesn't look super articulated. No, and I don't know if those... Uh, they're not those figures. Those tall ones are or not. 
and they're quite um I think I got a catwoman from that and it fell apart as soon as I took it out of the packaging. Oh excellent. I think about five pieces. Wow. So, wow. Mm, I never bought another one after that. You see a little of her G string popping up out of her pants too. Kind of oh. on her one hip. We should probably move on before this gets weird. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going on to some uh, <laughs> sideshow. Uh, Hot Toys news. First order, Thai Pilot. So this is the uh, Thai Pilot that we know is in the in the black armor. Um, it's been uh, given a boost for the new movie, you know, the bells and whistles for this one. It's coming at a price of $199 US. Um, yeah, so some of the accessories we are getting... Getting a pair of fists, pair of relaxed palms, all the hands are there, weapon, holding hand, gripping, uh, costume, this is a newly designed glossy black, uh, flight suit, belt with pouches, bear of black boots, one blaster pistol, pistol, and, uh, the first order emblem hexagonal <laughs> figure stand with first order tie pilot nameplate and Star Wars logo, just in case you don't know who the figure is that you spent $200 on. Need to yeah. It's kind of nice that the the tie pilots are finally getting some arm armor. You know, they've got the, the mm. shoulders and the the forearm armor now. Yeah. They're probably like, thankfully, somebody's <laughs> trying to protect us. <laughs> My arms have been cold for years. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, very very nice, very glossy. Yeah, yeah. Which means it'll show every fingerprint. Yeah. Don't touch it then. Yeah. Tweezers. Yep. Prongs. I wonder if you can turtle wax that. Cattle prod. <laughs> Sorry, I'm shifting your ways to make it move. <laughs> uh, will. <laughs> yeah, the force. <laughs> um, child's play. You've yeah. been alive with no batteries all this time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've gone on a tangent, so I'll go back to uh, my news. <laughs> More Hot Toys news. Shock Trooper uh, six scale figure by Hot Toys. Start off with the cost to be two nineteen. Uh, expected to ship in July two thousand and sixteen to September two thousand and sixteen, which you never really take notice of. Uh, Shock Trooper is the Stormtrooper, basically with the red uh, insignia or the red paint, I should say, to the belt and to the upper arms and to the face, uh, to the helmet rather, and to the bottom part of the legs. So this is coming with uh, seven pieces of interchangeable glove palms. So we're getting all the fists, relaxed palms, the the pair of palms to hold uh, the weapons and a gesturing palm. Uh, weapons, heavy blaster, blaster rifle, thermal detonator, uh, nameplate once again, and um, yeah. What okay. Do you think? I normally don't. I, I'm not a, a George Lucas basher. Okay, I, I don't mm-hmm. mind what he did in the prequels. I, I, I don't, you know, I'm okay with that. Um, Which time? <laughs> yeah, I'm, my worry was exactly this figure, um, because this is a uh, original trilogy stormtrooper essentially with paint on him. I had yeah. the severe fear that they were going to go back and do this to the original trilogy, add add color to all of the uh, the various troopers through the movies. Mm. So this this was my fear come come to life um but since it's just one and you know with the new movies coming out everybody's kind of focused on that i don't think we'll be seeing this you know prevalent and, and it's from a video game yeah yeah those things never sell action figures well and the expanded universe doesn't exist anymore is that correct that is true yeah, yeah. but i i've never been a fan of the the skittle troopers you know so mm. um 
I'm not saying this doesn't look good because this actually looks like a, a shock trooper that's out in the desert and there's a lot of weathering on it. So, you know, it's, it's kind of my thing. I like to, to see the realistic looking, you know, he's yeah. not, he's not shiny like the, the tie pilot was for sure. You think they go with a different color scheme? You know? Yeah. You'd be like, holy shit, shock troopers are coming. I can tell because they have red costumes. Or you go, holy shit, aim for that one. He's probably better than the other ones. <laughs> aim for that one. He looks like a moving target. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> mm. Oh, well. Anyway. Not bad looking figure. I don't, I, yeah. like, like you guys said though, I don't know. Are, are people going to go out of their way to spend 200 bucks on this? Eh, it's hard to say. Yeah. Um. And next week on the pre-orders, Ben and Scott order the Shock Trooper. <laughs> <laughs> well, that has wrapped up my news. I'm going to bandage my tongue. So that must mean that it is my turn to talk. <laughs> Hurrah! Well, I'll kick off with fantastic, fantastic news. Mattel are making the best possible use of their DC license by releasing uh, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman Barbies to tie into the Batman vs. Superman movie. Spoilers. Um, I don't really get it. No, no. Really. Is it? Is it? So okay. I'm just looking at the Batman one. It doesn't look like a Ken face. It actually looks like uh, Affleck jawline. Yeah, but yeah. Really, just... But instead of look, it doesn't look like they did a removable, swappable head like we would expect in an action figure. They've got this giant rubber piece that looks like it goes over his head. Mm. Yeah. Awkward is the word. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. agree. There's no neck. Yeah, yeah. That's what's wrong with it. There's no neck. It's and small, the Batman. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that's a, a Commonwealth Nations joke. Yes. He oh. <laughs> was a cricketer. It has actually, literally, well, no. it has no neck. <laughs> yeah, no visible neckline. Doesn't <laughs> matter. Um, that. Yeah. Uh, I'm still trying to work out whether or not the Barbie is like Barbie hair or molded hair. I think that's Barbie hair. I think it's rooted. I think hair. it is, but yeah. Her weird. face actually looks pretty good. I mean, she looks like the actress a bit. Yeah, but better than the atrocity that's out at the moment. Oh, no. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. Anyway. So, I mean, if you're after these things, you can go ahead and start pre-ordering them. They're forty-five dollars each, and I believe that they are out um, sometime in March. So. There you go, you won't have to lock wait long either. All right. Yep, moving right along. <laughs> uh, Mattel have stolen the Halo license away from Farland Toys, um, and these actually look pretty good. They do, but I, the first thing that stands out to me is they don't look like they have any washes on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just look plasticky to me. Yeah. That's they actually look kind of bionicle to me, to be honest. Yeah. That's yeah. especially noticeable on the red figures. Yeah. Yeah. Does look like just straight Lego red. Um, so these are, there's going to be a six inch line. Um, there'll be a 12 inch line as well. So the six inch figures are going to go for 19.99 each. Um, oh, the 12 inch figure line. Well, that's interesting. Are actually half the price. So there you go. Mm. Um, you get. A larger toy for a cheaper price, okay. Um, and there's a 12 inch Master Chief and, uh, Warthog set wow. available as well, and that's, uh, $50. That's pretty good. If that's yep. 12 inches and that price, that's a pretty good deal. Um, 
one of the worries I was hearing online yesterday was uh, on Twitter. Some people were talking about this, and uh, Eric's from from TV and Film Toys. He's reviewed a lot of the Halo figures, um, but there there was somebody saying they wonder um, what's missing is there's no female figures in this line the way they're showing it right now. Yeah, and and they were concerned it was there was a female person on Twitter. Um, I didn't ask to use their name, so I won't say what their name is. But uh, you know, her concern was basically. You know, Halo has a lot of females in it, and, you know, if they don't do those figures, they're really missing out, and I, I have to agree, so. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Not that, you know, toy companies would ever do something like that with a major character. Well, McFarlane was doing it, so, you know, they had yeah. female figures in their line, so hopefully Mattel will be smart enough to do this. you got to wonder now, though, that doesn't leave McFarlane a whole lot of stuff to be doing. They could still do Spawn. Yeah, and they're still yeah. doing what Walking Dead. Yeah, and, and if, like they're doing Assassin's Creed, but neither, you know, Assassin's Creed they do like four figures, and there's no new game coming this year, so they're kind of kind of screwed there. Yep. So um, there you go, Halo toys from Mattel. Moving along, Kota uh, here have announced a an Artifacts Marvel now Uncanny X Men Rogue in a one tenth scale statue. So that's going to set you back. Uh, $55 US, and it's out in July, having a look at this. Um, so this is the, the green outfit with kind of the, the hoodie and the leggings. Um, yeah, it's okay. It's not overly detailed, which is a bit disappointing, really. This is not my favorite rogue. No. I prefer 80s big hair rogue. As do I. Yeah. Me too. Yep. So one tenth would be what? Okay, seven and a half inches tall. Yeah. So seven and a half inches tall on that price, I would expect something a little bit more detailed than this. Like it's very, very simple. It's a simple costume, and it's not like they've gone to town with washes or anything. So. Now you collect some artifact stuff, don't you, Justin? Yes, I do. I do. I collect. I've got the Trinity, and I've got some Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Um, this no, not an easy pass for me. Okay. Just does nothing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Moving along, continuing on Code of Akira, there's a Marvel Bishojo one seventh scale, so eight and three quarter inches Spider Gwen. Um, you have the option of displaying it with the Gwen Stacy head or with the Spider Gwen hood up over Spidey mask face as well. So that's quite nice that there's a swap out for a Kodo Bishojo in terms of heads. And that'll cost you seventy dollars, and will be out in August. I, I like what they did with this. Hmm. I, it's not overly, you know, sultry or anything. I mean, she she doesn't look. She hmm. looks like a young girl having fun. You know, I, I don't. Yeah, I kind of dig it. And it also, it's not like it's um overly anime styled from the look of it. Like it's kind of the face is a little bit, but otherwise it looks pretty straight. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that once the uh, actual hooded head's on, it's it's yeah. uh, actually quite nice. It's um, it's you can't imagine too many people are just going to display the Gwen Stacy head without the you know instead of the hooded one ever. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like the unhooded one. Yeah, and hmm. it, and they actually have the hood sculpted back there too. So even on the unhooded one, you can. It's not like they just left it off. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. So. Yeah. So that's kind of awesome. Yeah. A little pricey, but yeah, it's okay. Yep. Now, moving on to what is probably the most exciting news for the entire week, 
And that is the announcement that Fisher-Price are doing a DC Super Friends um, Thomas the Tank Engine mashup. <laughs> I know, right? Like, so um, the, the mashup minis, they'll be available in four packs for six ninety nine, dollars or a nine pack for $15. <laughs> and it's uh, available in spring in the US, which is starting, you know, from next month. Um, this year. So the, the combinations is Bizarro and Thomas. There's a Batman Thomas. There's a Wonder Woman Emily, a Bane Hitto, a Poison Ivy Emily, Alex Luther Paxton, a Green Lantern Gator, a Supergirl Roy, uh, Catwoman Millie, Green Arrow Henry. Um, and apparently they're also doing SpongeBob SquarePants as well, if you're interested in that instead. And that is, uh, there's a SpongeBob Thomas, a Patrick Percy, a Mermaid Man Bash, a Gary Spencer, a Plankton Diesel 10, and a SpongeBob Toby. Okay. Out of all of the DC people, <laughs> they pick Bane. Of course they do. Uh, no worlds are colliding. No, no Flash. They don't have Flash in there. They don't have, you know, but they, but they have Bane. Yep. Mm. These are terrible. <laughs> I think that's... Oh, so bad, it's good. Uh, you know, the Sinestro is the... <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, he's like, come on my train, little children. <laughs> you know what he looks like? He's like the, the villain in the old silent movies that would twirl his mustache and tie the girl to the to the train tracks yeah. and then transform yeah. into a train. Now I'll really get you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. You know, the real reason I ended up doing news, right? Is that um, I, I I asked if Absorbing Man was actually SpongeBob, <laughs> <laughs> and so you got demoted instantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, moving Mer- along, this- Mermaid oh. Man. That was cool. I like Mermaid Man. Yeah. This this next item is more up your street, I think, John, than anyone else's, and that is uh, the second series of Diamond Select Muppets figures. This pissed me off too. So okay. Um, so there's a Statler and Waldorf, there's Amal, um, there's Bunsen, <clears throat> and there's Beaker. Uh, it also looks like there's going to be some kind of um, theatre box for Statler and Waldorf and Amal with drums. Yeah, I, I assume that just comes with them, but since these have all been two packs up to now. Ah, uh, this would make sense. Yeah. Um, where do I start with this? The Beaker? Okay, you, you guys know I have a good number of the Palisades. Um, yep. The Beaker just... Okay, this is probably how the puppet looks somewhat, but it's not how we've seen Beaker represented in other media when he's shown full body, or more of his body. Um, he kind of has this disproportionate shoulder slouching... I just don't know. You know? Yeah. I... I Considering how, if you've ever seen the the Palisades Beaker, he's he's almost like a straight, upright, very tall, um, you know, figure and very thin. And, and then this one just kind of gets pear shape as he goes down, and his head looks a little too tiny to me as well. He just looks like a misshapen mess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've I'm getting these. <laughs> I've already I've already ordered the first series with with Mike only because I missed out on the Palisades. I don't, and, you know. You know, the, they were talking on the forum about that the other day, and um, uh, people were saying the same thing. You know, if they missed out on the Palisades, that, that this was a chance for them. Um, yeah. 
the Bunsen, I just, uh, again, I don't, I don't think of Bunsen in those proportions. Mm. Mm. Now, Animal, I'd be curious to see because, um, he in the Palisades line actually had articulated eyes. You could, clo- mm. you could open and close his eyes to get those very animal expressions and his mouth was articulated. He, he's probably one of the greatest figures ever, um, in that line, uh, just because of all the articulation in his head. You know, mouth opening, closing, and those eyes are just fantastic. You know, Statler and Waldorf. Again, uh, proportionally, they just look a little off to me. Um, and as somebody that's built a theater box, I guess, I, I don't know. I, I guess it's okay, but, uh, I, I don't know. It, it looks okay. It'll be cool if you can hang it on the wall or something, but, um, I guess their chairs are in there. It, I, I don't know. Unless you're going to have another stage set or something to go with it. I don't know. It's a little small otherwise. Yeah. Uh, look, I'd be, if I was going to get something, it'd probably be a, a good choice to get into. Yeah. I, I think, you know, if you missed out on Palisades, this is something that, you know, would, would definitely be a nice second, but, um, I, I guess I was just really spoiled. Yeah. I've got a super grover. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, mint in box for $30. Thank you. <laughs> I hate you even more now. <laughs> that was one of those things on eBay where I just put, like, it was an all-near offer, and I was going for, like, 50, and I'm going, this guy does not know what he has, so no. I just put in 30. <laughs> and he went, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you couldn't turn that down. You couldn't turn nah. that down at all. Um, <laughs> it makes, this just makes me really sad because it makes me miss that line. You know, I, I figured it out when I saw this the other day. Um, what I don't like about this line is I wish they had somehow tied it because every one of these figures looks the same as the first one they did in Palisades. You know, it's yeah. the same fits and everything. I wish they had somehow tied it into the new TV show and, and maybe updated some of the characters to newer versions. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, well. So if you're interested, they're all in a, a three to five inch kind of scale. And they'll be going for 25 bucks a set of two, I think. Um, moving along, when we said, what are McFarlane going to be doing? Well, one of the things he'll do is a, a seven inch spawn figure for what, $20. Um, so apparently it's a completely new sculpt and features a number of multiple weapons and it'll be in window, window box packaging. I'm looking at it and I'm kind of going, I think this is just a spawn a statue. statue type. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like it has any articulation whatsoever. I saw one of the funniest comments on this. So it was on uh, Toy News International, and the first comment says, uh, McFarlane Toys, parting with no articulation like it's 1999. But 1999 is written in the monetary sense. Nice. I thought, that guy's amazing. Excellent. (laughs) But it's a statue for 20 bucks. Yeah. You know, I... Hopefully... (sighs) Go ahead. Go ahead. No, hopefully it opens the doors to figures that are coming out with articulation. Maybe this is just the first figure in a new line where we are going to get some articulation. Hopefully, but yeah. uh, if if not, it's weird. It's a good looking figure. I mean, it, oh yeah, definitely. Mm. You know, I, and I, I don't think there's any doubting the spawn. Uh, mm. But is is spawn? Are people even reading spawn anymore? You, I mean, he, you never hear about spawn really online. No, I don't know. I read a lot of, I've got like the first 
four or five graphic novels to spawn. And, uh, you know, I watched the HBO series and everything and I, I really dig it. Um, the first part of the story, but it was one of those, as it kind of went along, the story got a little, I don't know, a little muddied and a little went away from what I was wanting. So, okay. Cool All character right. in the beginning. Yeah. As we move along, Biff Bang Pow, uh, announcing a new and for me, seemingly pointless, but unusual line, which is, um, they're calling it Peg Pals. It's a collectible line of wooden figures. Um, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it looks like there might be maybe one point of articulation, which would be the head. No, um, no, no, no. You reckon it's none? Yeah, I reckon it's none. Yeah. I think you're correct. You're probably too young, Adam. Um, Justin, do you, do you remember the Fisher Price little people? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, that's what these are. Yeah. We had those and we had the plane. Oh, well, the plane was cool. Exactly. Everybody had the plane. Yep. I had the school bus. I had the castle. Excellent. But yes, so um, the first line that they're doing is um, kiss because kiss <laughs> gets to go in just about any pop culture line. Um, so you'll get uh, the demon, star child, spaceman and Catman. Um, and that's the first four. And they are numbered items on... Assuming it's going to end up a bit like, uh, Funko Pops numbering everything in their line. Um, there's artwork on all of parts of the peg and the peg is meant to be about two inches tall. Well, I can't believe you didn't go with the uh, blurb, uh, the first two sentences. <laughs> there's just no way. <laughs> hey, buzzing uh, with here excitement. We, here we go. <laughs> Buzzing with Simon and is thrilled to present our brand new PayPal <laughs> collectibles. And even Fed Entertainment Earth is offering you a chance to pre-order our Kids Destroyer PayPal collection starting today at entertainmentearth.com. Uh, yes, look, so they've, they've also um, said that they have a license for DC Comics, for Marvel, uh, Star Trek, and more. Oh, Star Trek. Oh, these would be awesome for Star Trek, especially original series. With a little Enterprise playset? Oh, I'd have to get that, maybe. Uh I love their little smiles on their faces. This kind of fits that Dorbs, you know. Except for the demon, they all have, like, a little smile. I think the Star Child's my favorite. It fits that I have too much money if I'm buying that. Yeah, well, the Kiss army will snap these up in five seconds. Well, you know, people that are have been Kiss fans, you know, that were kids back when, when this was really popular would remember... Uh, Fisher Price Little People, so yeah, it's a, it's, yeah. it's probably a nice little nostalgia hit both ways. Yeah, I just feel that if you're spending money on this, you could be um, spending your money other ways would help you contribute to the scripting for Adventure Time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so with that, I move on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Titan have announced, uh, well, Titan merchandise are announcing new Beatles Titans. So this is unsurprisingly. Um, based around Yellow Submarine, which is, seems to be the basis for 99.9% of Beatles merch that's mm. in an action figure format. Obviously, there is a John, a Paul, a George, and a Ringo, and the submarine itself. Um, I, yeah, it comes in a box set. Um, there's a three-inch windowed box set featuring all of them, um, and it looks like there's also a slightly larger scale set. And I'm trying to work out the scale on that one. Six, six, six point five. Yeah. Yep, there you go. So you have options. Um, um the, if uh, you go, the, John. The door just kind of terrifying. Yeah. 
Yeah. What about the Ringo? Yeah. I, I don't mind the Ringo. The George just looks like he's like going on a mass murder spree or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a very windswept look as far as the hair goes as well. Yeah. Ringo looks like he's out of Clockwork Orange. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm trying to remember where George is introducing the movie. Is he introducing he's off doing some yogury thing or something? So that might actually be referencing that. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen it. When these are scaled up, they look like um pops, don't they? The the body form. Yeah. That's like, mm. yeah. Copyright. Well, but but in this case I believe all the bodies would be the same. If mm. they follow suit with the, the ones that I have, all the bodies are actually the same. It's just the heads that are different. At least in Doctor Who ones, that's how it is. There's yes. actually a guy at work. Um, uh, Ringo's going to play for him this summer. And, and he signed up. He got tickets already. And um, he's seen all of the living Beatles individually. So he's seen the three of them. Um, he went last last summer and saw, saw Paul. And, and now he's going to see Ringo this summer. So he said he'll listen all of them. So that's kind of cool. Kind of cool. So those will be out in the second quarter of this year. Um, moving on, I Am Elemental have revealed some more of their series of female-based action figures. So we're going for Series 2, and um, the theme seems to be Wisdom. Uh, so there is Creativity, who uses her imagination to dream up original ideas. Uh, Ingenuity is an inventive and resourceful problem solver. Curiosity has the desire to learn and know everything. Logic uses reason to make connections between facts and draw conclusions. Exploration, Olivia wears blinders and has her head in the clouds. Um, so, yeah, I don't think we've seen any... Um, I think that that looks like a fun contribution to the line. Um, each individual figure will be going for $11. Now, Justin, you bought First Wave, didn't you? No, that was uh, that was Eli. Oh, this is just going bad fine. for me tonight. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's um. I was thinking it was you for some reason. No. No. They look kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they do. You hear good things about them, but I I don't know anybody personally that has got them. So except for Eli. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where it needs some other way to tie it into things a bit more. Yeah. So it needs like a yeah. it needs a story that that you tie to or something that that's out there and being followed. I'm kind of surprised somebody like Action Lab Comics hasn't picked up on that and done a, you know, an indie comic on it. Hmm. Yeah. I, I quite like it. Um, and I'll wrap up my news for the night, and I believe that's the lot, which is strictly not Toy Fair. Um, SH Figure Arts have a Ninja Turtles line coming out. You get, there are obviously all four of the, the gentlemen available. This looks like it's the um, 90s cartoon version. And uh, they'll be out in the third quarter this year, going for $63 each. So you get the usual, yeah, you get the usual expected expected range of um, figure-out type gear. So there's um, Leo has uh, interchangeable head, six sets of interchangeable hands, his two katana, uh, weapon-holding belt. He comes with a manhole cover, Donatello, again, swap out head, swap out hands times six. A weapon holding belt, his staff, uh, comes with a pizza. We have Mikey, who has his nunchucks, he has six hands, um, a head that swap out, a, a weapon holding belt, and he has an accessory that's yet to be announced. And Raf, again, has the hands and head count, 
uh, his two tie, the weapon holding belt, and is also yet to have his accessory announced or additionally additional accessory announced. But yeah, they they look pretty good. Yeah, they yeah. look pretty good together too. They do. I, you Actually, know, this, okay. for that price, I'm almost wondering if uh, they don't list it, but I, I'm almost surprised they don't have a stand with them. Yeah. That would be disappointing, I guess. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of stand you would use on those because you're not going to be able to fit the right. standard figure art grip around their back, so you'd have to have some kind of groin thing or you'd have to clip onto their thighs or something. Maybe there's a plug and it goes up in their shell. Yeah, that would actually be a good way to do it if you want to do that. I guess the other thing is it's strictly not the, um, the 90s line, is it? Because they were slightly different skin tones as well. Yeah, they were. So this is not that, but I mean the the colors are the same and the faces are the same, so something's a bit different there. Yeah, well that's what three eighty there, uh, three sixty thereabouts US. Yeah, for four figures. Yeah, I know the figure arts. No, they have die cast as well, don't they? Normally, and they pretty yeah. good, but maybe not. It just depends on the figure, I think. Yeah. Are they better than the classic line that came out to that extent? I wouldn't. I mean, apart from if you really want the the special accessories and swap out hands and heads, you know, mm. like that's where I'd be standing with it. And I'd kind of sit there and going, yeah, and I mean, you got $360 want them. Yeah. Well, wouldn't, would it be that much? Cause it'd be yeah. four times 60. So it'd be two fifty. Oh, sorry. Two, yeah. 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 That was my fault. Yeah. Yeah. But I bet you that they'll do, um, accessory sets for them too. I could see that. Let's yeah. And I guess that's repack. The other thing will be once you see them, once these do well, you'll start getting Splinter and Shredder. And I mean, a, a figure arts foot soldier would be fantastic, but you're not going to want to army build at figure arts prices. And considering they're all going to be fairly custom items, like there's not going to be a lot of reuse from the other figure arts. I think you're going to keep paying through the nose. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm, a, I'm a huge Turtles fan. I got basically, I, I think I have every. Every four set that's come out, but I'll have to pass on these ones. <laughs> so the, You're the classics out. collection. You're missing. Yeah, out. well, classics collection was twenty four bucks each. That's you should get, Australian. You should get one just to try it. Because <laughs> one figure doesn't lead to other stuff. Oh no, trust that's me. not a gateway. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not. Trust me. It's it's you get one, you don't. You don't need another one, or five, mm. or six, or the first one's free. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, wish. Just the best should be. <laughs> um, well, that, that's pretty good. I, you know, I, that's not going to be probably at Toy Fair, but uh, it, it'd be interesting to see if if it's how much it's talked about here coming up. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting that Bandai's actually doing that as well. They they seem to be doing that with like Star Wars. I mean, you think about it, they got the Black Series, but then they came out with a whole line of, of figure arts and then um wasn't there something else they did the same thing with? Can't remember. But they they kinda they're redoing figures and people are now going, Well, wait a minute, I kinda like those better or whatever. So Yeah. Yeah. I know the return of the return of the Joe Luke was incredible. Oh, the figure arts one? Yeah, he looks yeah. really good compared to, to yeah. what we've seen from the, the Black, Black Series. The death face of the Black Series. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got rid of mine, my six inch. I just I uh, got the Emperor and went, oh, my God, they're not even trying. <laughs> but that's it. They're all going. He's, he's he, The Emperor's a hard figure to, to pull off. 
and mm, they've never still. seemed to have done it well. For an old man that sits in a chair, you know. Yeah. It's, it's for amazingly hard to do. I don't know. Well, guys, you know, I, I hate to say it, but I think we came to the end of our news. I would suspect, though, that because we're recording this fairly early in the Toy Fair coverage, that next week we'll probably have a similar length of news of stuff that we haven't covered. So, But I could be wrong. You know, Toy Fair could be a total bust. That sounds likely. Yeah. Is, is there anything you guys are expecting to see at Toy Fair that, that maybe we haven't talked about? No. no. Just the rest of, for me anyway, the rest of the Marvel Legends X-Men wave. Uh, which has been long overdue, you know, with the wrangling that's been going on between Fox and uh, Marvel Studios. But apart from that, not too much. Be interesting to see if they show more what they show coming up for Star Wars and, and you know, stuff from the new film, maybe. Mm. Even though I haven't seen it, but, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'd like to see more Bandai stuff, but probably not stuff that would be shown at Toy Fair anyway, so, yeah. Yeah, we don't normally get to see too much newer um, Toy Fair. Yeah. I mean, when Tomashi Nations is actually its own um, event that happens in, well, happened late last year, I think. Yeah. So we might get, once we, we'll get bits and pieces throughout the year, but most of their announcements come out then, I think. Yeah. So if, uh, if there's a, a kind listener out there that would like to sponsor, you know, me and Adam going to that uh, event, um, we'll go and take the bullet for the team. And, and, yeah. And, hey, I'll, I'll go as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we might have to fly coach then. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Okay. That, that'll work. That'll work for me. So we can all go and, and, and go to Japan. AFB I have a friend who lives in Japan as so. well. Yeah. Well, good. Now we got a place to stay. We can cut Definitely. He lives in a one-bedroom apartment. So uh, I think action figure blues would be big in Japan. Oh, huge. Yeah. I, I think so, too. If you're in Japan and you're listening to this, could you please write us and tell us? Or even better, yeah. send us an audio message to podcast. Or even better, even better, send us tickets. Uh, uh, uh. Even better, send us some of those weird Kit Kat flavors you have. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> All the bobblehead things of people sitting on toilets nodding the <laughs> solar power. Yeah, somebody, you know, we, we never get audio mail. Why is that? Does Scott just hide it from us? I don't know. Perhaps. And speaking of Scott and Ben, Eddie, I guess we should turn the show over to them and let them talk about, spun- oh, I mean, Absorbing Man. What do you guys think? Yeah, probably they're going to notice a huge decline in um, listenership now, but yeah. what can you do? Yeah. But but listen through all their, their Absorbing Man talk, because... We all come back at the end, and we all know you're listening yeah. for us. So, for sure, yes. All right, we'll be right back after this. Indy, over here. Indiana Jones at your service, Toad. Ah. <laughs> Indiana Jones and other action figures, new from Raiders of the Lost Ark collection, each sold separately. Watch him, Kyber Swordsman. Yeah, watch my swing. Yikes! All downhill from here, Swordsman. You'll be sorry, Jones. Tricky again, Toad. Indiana Jones, Toad, and Cairo Swordsman action figures, each sold separately from Raiders of the Lost Ark collection, new from Kenner. 
Well, now we come to our discussion topic of the week, and we are doing a toy breakdown of the new Hasbro Marvel Legends Infinite uh, Spider-Man wave, perhaps. But anyway, this is the Absorbing Man Build-A-Figure wave. Hasbro are certainly cranking out the Marvel Legends figures, and we as collectors are thoroughly enjoying them. Um, so, yes, as I mentioned, this is the Absorbing Man wave. It focuses on the spider world. And, um, uh, you know, first thoughts when looking at this wave is um, there's a something for everyone, everyone, I guess. With uh, with of course Spider Gwen being a very very modern figure, but we're also seeing some classic villain love with people like Speed Demon. Um, I thought they were just being nice to us, but I think there's a little bit of um, a method to their madness with some of these uh, character choices. And uh, Eddie, you seem to have a bit of an insight into this. Yeah, it's someone at Hasbro must be a fan of the Nick Spencer series, uh, Superior Foes of Spider-Man, which is was a series based on uh, some of the Spidey villains forming a Sinister Six of sort of D-list characters. It was quite a good humorous heist-style book, uh, and that's where we had Boomerang in an earlier series. He um, That costume was heavily from... Uh, that superior foes, and here we've got Speed Demon and the Beetle from this series, as well as the head of Silvermane, which was the MacGuffin of the series, the thing that everyone was after. Because in Spider-Man lore, if you have uh, Silvermane's head, you control the Magia. Uh, so everyone was trying to get a hold of that, and that was quite <laughs> humorous in the series. And there's a scene where he's often driving it around in an uh, RC car, which is what we get here. So I was quite delighted. Oh, my this might goodness. Be one of my favorite Marvel Legends figures we've gotten in ages. <laughs> Thank you for beginning to explain what the heck that head on the car was. <laughs> That's All right. Brilliant. <laughs> so, um, look, I, I think this is great. I, you know, it's at first I think that uh, Marvel and Hasbro are just collaborating to bring us uh, some classic villain love, which was nice because, you know, we've certainly been spoiled with, uh, you know, everyone from Blizzard to Tiger Shark to Radioactive Man, which uh, is certainly the reason I buy Marvel Legends. I'm, I'm not that interested in some of these apology figures or some of these modern interpretations of characters, but um, look, you know, uh, any way you look at it, yes, we're getting some classic characters, whether that's inspired by uh, some of the latest books on the shelf doesn't matter because I certainly um, know I'm getting what I want. So let's just do a quick run through of who makes up uh, this particular wave. And uh, we're getting a Ben Riley, and he is in his, uh, now what, what do we actually call this costume, Eddie? This is the Ben Riley Spider-Man. So this is when he was Spider-Man in the series. All right, very good. So this is uh, this is post the the whole hoodie thing. Yep. So he's no longer going by uh, Scarlet Spider. He's just straight up Spider Man. Peter Parker had retired at this point. <laughs> of course, of course. All right. So next up, we actually get Spider Gwen, who is um, fast becoming the Harley Quinn of the Marvel Universe. Uh, she's certainly been pimped. Uh, like crazy, and um, I haven't actually read her solo book, but I did read, you know, the uh, the Edge of the Spider Verse series, and I was reading Amazing Spider Man when she was kind of introduced to that whole storyline. Um, fun character, but certainly not, um, you know, a super important one to me. And I guess for people who aren't reading comics at the moment, they probably have no idea who she is. Scott, uh, any familiarity for you? Um, look, only that it, while I haven't been buying comics for quite a while. I'm in comic shops a lot buying toys and I've certainly seen, you know, a different demographic 
coming in asking about Spider Gwen, etc., which I think is awesome. Mm. Yeah, you know, there, there's a a a, a female readership of uh, comics that I think it's great for them to have those sort of characters that they can uh, mm. identify with. And you know, yeah, yeah, as a figure, just doesn't really mean anything to me from a comic perspective. But you know, it's it's a new character, so yay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, we'll certainly come back and and talk about her a little bit more when we we sort of do the breakdown. Um, Next up is Morbius, who I think is probably due a bit of an apology figure. The original was a um, fairly ordinary figure. Um, (laughs) I normally don't do the apology figure thing, but uh, I I think this is a nice little jump. And this Uh, is one that's needed because usually, like, when you get new figures like this, you start to see the old ones appear on eBay. And because the original had that rubber head, there's some nasty-looking ones that have just been ripped and torn in the bottom of boxes and that's so I think a lot of people need a new one. Haven't stood the test of time. Yeah. All right. And next up is uh, a figure who has a new name, and that is Jack-O-Lantern. And uh, this is an interesting one because um, his original figure, which came in the Spidey series, um, he was called Mad Jack, so I don't know what was going on. A uh, different character. It's a different person under the. Yeah, it's. Um, we don't know who's under this one, but it's different to that '90s Mad Jack uh, character. This guy's from the Ghost Rider Venom um, series. But isn't the Mad Jack from the Spider-Man series the original Jack O' Lantern? Uh, yes, they... he was, but this is a completely different character to both oh, okay. of those. Okay, so, uh, so he's taken on the Jack-O-Lantern name, but we, he hasn't actually been given an identity yet, but he's somewhat supernatural, this guy. Okay, so to clear it up, this is a new Jack-O-Lantern who is not the same as the old Jack-O-Lantern who had an action figure in a Spider-Man series but was called Mad yeah. Jack. Gotcha. Yep. All right, that clear? Very good. All right, moving on, we get a uh, an updated Venom, a um, bit of a, uh, a classic Venom, got a very Todd McFarlane feel to this one. Uh, we get uh, the female beetle that Eddie mentioned, and we get Speed Demon that you also mentioned. So, um, yeah, look, I think this is uh, pretty amazing, but one of the things I noticed about this particular assortment um, is, uh, you know, most of the time you have to pick up every figure in the wave to build uh, the builder figure, who in this case is the Absorbing Man. But I did notice that uh, the Absorbing Man actually comes with several arms. Yeah through this uh, wave, and uh, both Morbius and the Ben Riley Spider-Man each come with two sets of arms. And so, in theory, uh, if you didn't want the Ben Riley or the Morbius figure, yeah. you could actually skip one of those and you'd still have a, a left and right arm to cle- complete your Absorbing Man. We'll go into those arms in a bit more detail. Um, the other thing I noticed, too, is if you weren't necessarily a big fan of Spider-Gwen, you could actually skip her as well because she only comes with um, the Wrecking Ball, um, which, well, you know, some people might say is uh, an absolute must for the Absorbing Man, but it's uh, not absolutely necessary. So, Well, if you'd got the um, two Wreckers, the Thunderball and is it Pile Driver, you would have two yeah. of the chain balls. Oh, uh, yeah, and Pile Driver uh, anyway. doesn't need one, so yeah. Pile Driver uses his fists. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. All right. And, of course, uh, yeah, and, and rounding it out is obviously the Builder figure who is the Absorbing Man, which we might leave to last. So, um, all right, how about we uh, we kick off in the order we just, we, we mentioned them and uh, let's talk about that Ben Riley Spider-Man. Um, what are your first thoughts there, Scotty? Uh, well, the first thing I noticed, actually, when I took him out of the 
um, package was that he has a super useful hole in his back, <laughs> um, but, you know, which is great because it means he can he can stick an extra arm in there, a hand in there, because he comes with so many hands. So I assume that's what set that's for, right? Yes, I um, think this is through buck reuse that yeah. allows them to uh, for further accessories. It's yeah. it's a bit buck reuse, but you can also take uh, sort of that squiggly uh, carnage or toxin like goo backpack and put that in there when he's in the spider carnage mode mm. as well to give him that extra effect. Now, I think um, Hasbro certainly gets some mileage out of this new buck. So this is the, the really slim buck. It's, um, it's the one that's even slimmer than, than the, um, that, that new medium muscular um, Black Panther buck. And it features uh, an insane amount of articulation. We're getting double-jointed elbows and knees, and we've also got those... Um, those shoulder joints, which I don't know how we describe that articulation. It's got that secondary <laughs> shoulder articulation, which really allows you to bring the the arms around towards the chest more. I think we saw it way back on the, um, I think originally it was the Quicksilver uh, buck, which has sort of retired now. But, um, look, I think it works really well for these really slim characters. Uh, and in this case, um, Spider uh, Ben Riley's Spider-Man is actually not too bad. And even the, the detailed paint apps on this guy uh, are actually well applied. I was giving mine a, a really good look over because these are the, the sorts of figures that suffer in the paint apps. But uh, they're actually not too bad. Yeah, and I really love how they've done the um, impact web shooters. So they're mm. just a piece that goes over the forearm and that. So they didn't need to sculpt a new arm, but you can swap them out if you need to or you could put them on other uh, figures using this buck and um, yeah. good customization there. So, yeah, I do quite like them. Yeah, I, I like the in, the different hands and particularly that um, there's an option not to display the web shooting finger Mm, hand, mm. which I think is really weird looking, which um, I comment now because when we get to Spider-Gwen, that's not the case. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, one of the things I think is is really worth mentioning this wave is Hasbro have really upped their game when it comes to accessories. Um, you know, from getting DC Universe Classics figures that, that you know, often didn't come with uh, an accessory at all, um, we're, you know, really spoiled because you're not just getting the builder figure piece. Like, every figure comes with something uh, in addition to, you know, the, the actual base figure and the builder figure. So I think, you know, people are complaining about the new price points of these, but uh, I think Hasbro are, you know, trying to give back. And this figure in particular, the Spider-Man, we're getting eight hands, which I think has to be a record for a Marvel Legends yeah. figure. Yeah. Um, and we're getting two heads. So, um, and, and Eddie, why don't you tell us about this second head? Uh, so the second head, that's from the Maximum Clonage uh, story, which is one of the worst Spider-Man stories <laughs> ever written by Common <laughs> Degree, which is when Carnage took over Ben Riley and... Uh, he wore that suit, so it's sort of a carnage uh, Ben Riley run, which uh, iconic look, not a great story, but uh, I, I'm quite happy to have it as a 90s kid. It was uh, definitely <laughs> a big part of my reading. And just using, it's just all reused parts. There's nothing new here, um, but it's part of, I think, the cleverness of the buck and the sculpt is that you can swap these pieces around and uh, create a whole new figure. And I brought the case that actually had two Ben Rileys so that I can have one Ben Riley figure and one uh, Spider Carnage figure. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, well, interesting, because I bought that, that same case, 
Um, and I hadn't really, not not understanding the comic reference, so I didn't really get it. But now that I do, I can see, you know, well, I won't sell that second Spidey. I'll turn him into Spider-Carnage. Um, and I, I really love the way that, you know, there's a, a couple of examples of that in this line, both with the Build-A-Figure and Spider-Man, where you can, you know, either just you know, skip a figure if you don't you know, want it or make you know, kind of mix and match, which I think is really groovy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's a, a really good idea. Um, so this guy in terms of build a figure pieces comes with the absorbing man. Well, the first set of left and right arms, the, uh, the right arm is the one that is slowly turning into metal and the left arm is just a, a plain, um, a plain skin colored arm. And so that metal arm is the one that will actually hold the wrecking ball. Uh, I mentioned you get eight sets of hands. You get uh, a set of fists, a set of sort of um, relaxed open hands. You get a set of thwip hands, web shooting hands, and you get a set of uh, the spider carnage clawed hands, which we've seen on the uh, the actual carnage figure plus the carnage head. So not yeah. a bad effort. Uh, and for those curious, those open palm hands will hold the piece of pizza from the other one and you can put the rolled up <laughs> mask on him so you can have him in the pizza mode too. Well... Very good, very good. I can't All wait right. to put my... I didn't put Spider Carnage together for the photos because I didn't really get it, but now that you've educated me, I can't wait to put him together. Look <laughs> in the comments. Yeah, that's right. Very good. Yes, do go and check out the Facebook albums. Um, our next figure is Spider-Gwen, who, uh, as I said, I'm not reading her solo title, but I, I hope she's going to get a better name soon because um, how does she actually introduce <sighs> herself to people? Uh, she's Spider-Woman. She's Spider-Woman. In the series, okay, yeah. Good. So she goes by Spider-Woman in-universe. Uh, yeah. Outside of that, she's uh, referred to colloquially as Gwenpool. Okay. okay. Okay, very good. Now, um, this is a, a groovy little figure. This uses that small female buck we've seen on um, quite a few figures. It was introduced fairly um, uh, fairly recently and, and used, I think, even as recent as the most, sorry, as recently as the previous wave that had um, White Tiger. Um, it's the identical buck and has been used on the, um, the Spide Girl uh, in the past, etc. I think this uh, is a great buck. Um, it's usually used to um, distinguish, you know, teenage girls, and so I think it's got a lot of potential for reuse. Uh, when you look at some of those people from, well, if we get more X Men figures, there's uh, mm. an awful lot of girls at the um, Xavier Institute, I think, who could use this buck, like um, Idy. Um, can't pronounce her last name. The uh, the African American girl who does the hot and cold thing with um, oh, yeah. 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 thing. Uh, you know, she's someone I'm looking forward to getting a figure of. Not to mention um, the rest of the sort of X Academy. Um, so pretty decent figure here. Now, in terms of uh, the paint, I was actually surprised at how well this one came together. Yeah. Because uh, Hasbro at the moment are doing that really horrid thing where they overpaint. Figures. So they, they cast parts of the figure in one colour um, and then they basically just update it by painting over it. Uh, and so this one you kind of have a bit of dread going on because you've got black and white happening. Um, but in the parts where they've painted the white over the black and the black over the white, it's actually been done surprisingly well on my figure. Yeah. And I just, all the other little paint touches too, like the webbing on the underarms and inside the hoodie and all that, and the like light pink spray around the eyes could have turned mm. out really bad. Like yes. uh, the big time Spider-Man sort of debacle. 
with yeah. the yes. spray, but this I think it they really works here. Yeah, my, my the paint on my uh, torso, upper torso, is not fantastic. Oh well, there's a couple of little black um, spots on the white, but otherwise Mine's it's too. really pretty good. Yeah. Um, and I really love, as Eddie said, the um, inside of the hoodie um, and inner arms. I think have been painted really nicely. And it's actually sculpted. The web pattern inside the hood is uh, is oh, actually can't see that. It it's is sculpted too. in. Yeah, yeah. So not too bad. Um, I I think this is the figure to watch. I think this is one that you know, if Spider Gwen's going the way we think she is in terms of becoming that sort of hot new character. Well, I think she's already a hot new character, but even oh, also, yeah, I um, I sold my Spider Verse number two, her first appearance a couple of months ago for a hundred and twenty dollars. Oh, very nice. Yeah, it, it was hitting crazy. I think if you do come across one of these figures in the wild, you should uh, pick it up and put it away. Yeah. I think she seems to be the hot one of the wave so far. Yeah. Now, what Pardon makes um, <laughs> what makes this figure interesting, I think, is she comes with a swap-out head. So for those people that don't know, she wears a mask very similar to Spider-Man, but she has a bit of a, um, a hood cow thing going on and you can actually remove that and swap it out for um, her unmasked head which shows the blonde hair with a hairband now um, I, I think Hasbro are getting very clever in the way they've approached this because the hood is actually a separate piece so it actually sits loose around her head um, and just to the point where you can actually move it around to get you know slightly different posing uh, options but I think what this means is that down the track they can actually reuse the head and the hood separately for other characters rather than actually, you know, in the old days, Toy Biz would have sculpted this as just a um, a single piece, basically. So um, the whole lot pops off and then you can actually remove the, the head and the hood. And that maskless head sculpt, I don't think it really looks like it with the paint job that's on there, but if you look at the actual sculpting, I do think they were really going for uh, Emma Stone here. <laughs> In that yeah. Gwen. Yeah, she's got a slightly broad face, doesn't she? Yeah. Like oh. the paintwork on it sort of takes it in a different direction, but when you're just trying to look at just the sculpt, mm. I, I definitely get a very Emma Stone vibe from her. Huh. Yeah. Something else Hasbro are doing, and, and again, this shows the cleverness, is you look at all the recent females we've been getting in Marvel Legends, and the hair and the head are actually separate pieces. Mm. Uh, and I think that's so they can not only, um, you know, reuse reuse each of these pieces but it's obviously a, a very cheap way out of you know you can just sculpt a, a new head um and then pop a different hair piece on from a different character we've seen mm. like the, the hair on moonstone you know used a couple of times so mm. look i don't um i don't mind a head sculpt on this i think the hairband sort of adds and gives it that, that teenage feel she's actually meant to be in her teens isn't she from memory yeah she's, a, a she's still in high school and yeah um, so, look, I think that's captured here, and it definitely works well with the buck. We've definitely got that kind of um, that high school teenage girl thing going. Um, what I do like is when you do pop off the um, the masked uh, head with the, the hood, um, there is actually a completely separate piece, neck piece, that you put on first before you put the unmasked head on, and that simulates... Um, the fact that her her hood is actually down behind her, like she just sort of flips it off and then pulls the mask off. Again, that's a loose piece that you know can be reused, and we'll probably see uh, down the track. And it, it's also you can also put the masked head on with the um, hood just taken back, which is how she appears in the Web Warrior series. She tends mm. not to have her hood up in that, so you've actually got three options uh, to display. Yeah, it didn't even occur to me that you could. Yeah. 
Yeah, you could actually have the mask on and the hood down. Yeah. Jeez, that's brilliant. All right. Yeah. Look, I, I think this is a sweet figure. I, yeah. I quite like it. I had fun when I did the swap the first time and took the head and hood off to put the others on. Then putting the hood and like the head with the hood back on, I found a little bit challenging because you've got to kind of press it through the hood. You do, and, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I got there eventually, but for a moment I thought, oh, no, I'm never going to get this back on. <laughs> yes. Look, I think you, this – sorry. Yep. I was going to say, Scotty, you had something about the hand you were going to – Oh, look, I mean, I understand where the the um, cost has gone on this piece with the extra heads and hoods, etc. but I, she's got the – um, web shooting hand and a fist, whip. whip hand and a fist, and I just find it awkward looking. Um, so I would have loved just an option of something else. I know if you want to risk it with probably the small peg that's in there, but I've seen a few people customise it with the sort of open palm of the white tiger oh, figure okay. that's on the same butt because it has that same white hands, which oh, is quite clever of some. Okay. Well, that's like something... Tiger within reach, so I'm just yeah. um, grabbing. Okay, yeah. So she has a an open hand, like a gun type hand, and a clawed type hand. Well, they're both meant to be claw hands, but um, okay. She actually has uh, different feet to Spider Gwen too. Spider Gwen looks like she's actually got new feet. She's got a, a bit of a sneaker hmm. type thing on, as opposed to White Tiger's more of a, a shoe boot thing going on. So there you um, go. Yeah, look, and Spider-Gwen comes with the most boring uh, of the Builder figure accessories, and that is the, the wrecking ball that we've seen before that came with um, some of the wrecking crew. Uh, yeah, is what it is. Takes up a lot of space and um, not too bad. So let's move on to uh, our certain um, alive, dead, alive, dead, alive, dead vampire, and <laughs> it is Morbius. And, uh, yeah, look, um, I think this is actually a, not a bad update at all. The most obvious thing that jumps out uh, to me is the, that new head sculpt, which I think uh, they've done a fantastic job on. This is one of those figures I think is just brilliant in its simplicity. Like, you look at it, there's not a lot going on with the sculpts or that too much, but just that double cape accessory at the back so you can mm. have it fanned out or down thing. And this just, I mean... It captures that sort of Gil Kane Morbius. You'd yes. be hard-pressed to think of him doing a better version. Yeah. Okay, well, this is actually the Black Panther buck, or what we're now, <coughs> pardon me, calling that sort of medium-sized buck. It's the Black Panther buck um, almost in its entirety, but what I did mm. notice is um, in terms of the torso, the I mean, the arms are the same, but what they've done is they've used the, the middle of the torso, so the, the abdominals and that sort of thing, but they've actually sculpted... Uh, a new part with the the upper torso because he's um, they've smoothed out the uniform around the chest and of course he's got that sort of rather leery sort of collar thing going on. Mm. So that's um, so that's new. But other than that, it's the Black Panther bust and uh, and still yeah. some good uh, head articulation despite the hair and the collar. Mm. I've there found is, yeah, you I can get quite a, a bit of, of um, turn there. Yeah. I I just love the. Um, extra cape bits. I think that's such a nice little touch. This head sculpt is outstanding. Mm. Yeah. Look, I really like how you've got the option on how you want to display it. Uh, you've got the the sort of the subtle cape that just hangs down the back. So, you know, if, you, if you're posing him with his hands by his sides, you've got the cape hanging down. But if you want to sort of have that, you know, the hands up going rah, then you can actually swap out to the more exciting 
kind of classic looking cape that's that's flared out. Um, where this figure falls down for me in a screaming heap is um, the horrendous choice to paint the uh, the white over the the sort of dark blue black of the forearms and the hands. So, you know, I mentioned before Hasbro have the habit of you know, skull, um, casting in one colour and then painting over. Well, whoever thought it was a good idea to paint white over black um, should be shot uh, because the basically from the elbow joint down, they've cast in black but then painted gloves uh, white over the top of the black, and they've done a pretty horrid job of doing it, at least on mine. The only consolation is that at least uh, they've matched the paint on the face and chest um, with, I don't know whether that's white over black as well or if there's a bit of a watch there, but the worst that, you know, it could have been worse because you could have had that... Um, dirty white look on the arms and then pristine white on the face, which would be even worse. Mm. Do you think this is a deliberate choice, like that that dirty white colour? Is that like a well, deliberate... I took it as that, actually. I, I yeah. Mean, yeah, I thought... I was thinking, oh, John will be happy. He's got... You know, <laughs> like, he looks weathered. I don't know. Mm, like, mm. I mean, I feel like it is only because the... Ch- uh, I don't know. I yeah, I like to believe the best. I like to think that they tried at something <laughs> that might not have necessarily worked a hundred percent. But yeah, I think something else could that's be either a, way. A bit odd is he's got the uh, the red belt, and they've obviously just painted red over the top of the black again. And there's spots on mine where you can clearly see oh, yeah, mine coming through that uh, yeah. hasn't quite worked. But um, look, that that great head sculpt and that that cape uh, more than captures your eye and sort of. Uh, takes away from um one thing i thought was interesting was the batch number on the back of this figure uh, at least on mine has been stamped oh, on in bright in white. bright white fancy so that the little hash b641652991 uh, is incredibly obvious uh, oh it's on gwen too it's on all of them in different yeah, uh, venom's got awful. it on the back of his thigh it's something they've been doing a bit with marvel legends of recent which is disappointing I wonder. I don't understand. Like I, I remember when these things were always subtly done and part of the actual mold, and so therefore it would come out the same colour as the the part they were moulding, and you know it was very um, subtle. So yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about accessories. Um, we get the two different capes for this guy, which is nice, and he comes with the other set of absorbing man arms. Uh, and this time we get two transforming arms, which is uh, kind of cool. Um, we get uh, a Rocky-type one going on, sort of a, a bit of a concrete feel uh, for the, the left arm, which uh, ends in a fist, and the right arm looks like it's looks like it's actually turning into wood, I think. Yeah. Should be kind of an odd choice if you were the Absorbing Man. Well, so. that's often the problem with Absorbing Man figures is that he'll be like half wood on one arm and tin on the other and brick on the foot and sandy butthole it just uh, <laughs> oh, always a lot of, and that's at least with this one it's it's swap out pieces whereas like the original hasbro one he was just five different things oh yeah kind of like what situation does that ever occur which is really odd because um you know look i don't understand why the i was going to talk about this when we get to the builder figure but i don't understand why the 
Absorbing Man is actually the builder figure for this. I, I have heard a rumored theory on that. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, should we save it for when we talk about him, or oh, we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, I just I, I've been reading you know Avengers and Thor and that for a long time, and uh, I've never really seen him as anything other than a um, Avengers and Thor villain. So yep, bit peculiar there. So, all right, well, let's move on Sorry, again then. Can I ask a Morbius question just before we move on? Oh, yes. That original figure. Living vampire. Was, living. That, was that actually a Marvel legend or was it a Spider-Man? Spider-Man classic. Spider-Man classics. Okay. I know, the one I, that had, was like a rubber opening mouth. You'd push uh, a button and his head would, his mouth would sort of open and just because it was a rubber face, it would stretch like his mouth is gaping huge, like oh, okay. a Van Helsing movie. And okay. they've just all deteriorated, and it's very hard to find one that's not like a ripped-to-shred piece <laughs> these days. Look, on, go search Morbius on eBay, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Some stuff and nightmares. Mm. <laughs> okay, moving on, and uh, this is now Jack-O-Lantern. And uh, Jack-O-Lantern, this is a... Uh, a pretty interesting choice. I mean, he's hasn't exactly been getting around the Marvel um, universe much, but um, I think this is a really clever reuse of the Thunderbolts um, ghost, ghost figure. Yeah. This is uh, a reuse of that clear buck that we saw, um, which you know, in really, you'd have to wonder just how many usages they're going to get out of that buck. This this buck's uh, actually quite interesting because I thought. For a while, it was originally for the ghost in that Thunderbolt set. I thought it was a brand new sculpt, but it's actually a lot of pieces are from that early in the Hasbro run Bucky, uh, like the first appearance Bucky that came with that first uh, appearance cap. Yeah, it's yeah, a lot yeah. of pieces from that. There's some slight remolding going on, but yeah, it's it's that same sculpt, which is quite weird to think of that. Buck mm. pieces being used here on this, they seem almost completely different. But yeah, someone pointed that out to me the other day. I was like, "Wow, that's actually quite amazing." Okay, certainly in terms of that, um, the torso and the upper arms, uh, I can see. Yeah, that's where mm. that comes from. Um, you know, at first, this figure looks like it's got some amazing articulation. You know, you're looking at the double jointed elbows and uh, and knees, but then you realise that the in the forearms. Um, there's absolutely nothing. Like he's got a uh, swivel hinge where you can turn the um, the forearms, but there's absolutely nothing in the wrists whatsoever to, to turn out um, yeah. those hands, which is uh, interesting. trying to get him on his broomstick accessory in a good pose is quite... Yeah. A, and the um, accessory, his like, scythe thing, they've kind of done the cheap option of it having a handle on the handle. Um, yeah, well, I said uh, before the show started that I was going to rant and rave about one of these figures. Rant away. And this is it, because we've got the you know two kind of grooviest accessories in the whole bunch, and then a character with hands that can't properly hold either of them, mm. because he's got these kind of weird, clawy, you know, hands, things with no holding hands, things, and he just looks ridiculous. Um, I can't find a way to, for him to hold the side that doesn't look dumb. Um, yeah. And ranty rant. And yeah, it's a very I, odd choice of hands. I mean, I, I don't understand why those forearms had to be used. Surely, 
um, you know, even if it was a slight, you know, defer away from how he appears in the comic, they could have found some decent forearms and hands. I kind of think this guy's that gimme piece where they got to the end of the wave and they're like, okay, how, who's going to be our budget piece? Who can we put together from sort of scraps around the office and mm. uh, chuck it uh, through there? I don't think they were looking to do a lot of new moulding or that. But then all, all the more reason why you use a hands, hands that can hold things properly. Well, see, I I just don't because in my reading of the character in Agent Venom and Ghost Rider, admittedly it's been a while since Ghost Rider, I don't remember him at all with the scythe or. I don't uh, care that, about that, just... Eddie. They've given me they've given me a figure with two things, and I expect him to be able to hold it. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree on that. But I, I'm just perplexed in why they would even give him something that he can't hold when he doesn't even need to have that accessory mm. at all. It's just a weird... <laughs> They're obviously digging through the box of um, yeah. pieces and going, hey, here's a, a scythe. Oh, it's actually, it's <laughs> a scythe. Yeah, is that, is that scythe from something else? Is that is uh, there any... I was no trying idea. to think where that might have... It's a, yeah, well, the sickle. No, it's a, it's sickle, a, sorry. Sickle. It's, it's obviously come with someone in the past. Like, There's no way that they would tool... Um, this, yeah. so I'm sure there's somebody out there that this came that might not have even been a Marvel Legends figure. It could have even been a, a holdover from the old Ghost Rider line or something. Because you know. the pumpkin bombs from oh, it could have been the Scarecrow. That's Remember what they I mean. did. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. And the pumpkin bombs from the Hobgoblin in last year's. That's right. So yeah, so he does get the three accessories. He's got the the sickle that well he can't hold in his hand. He's got a little pumpkin bomb that we saw with the the modern hobgoblin, which you can kind of get him to hold, you know, carefully. You might need some blue tack or something. And then, of course, there's his um, glow broomstick, which is um, an awkward piece because uh, I have seen a couple of really well-posed shots online where people have actually used a a flight stand and they've actually used a a rubber band to sort of get those legs and, and hands onto the broomstick and then let the flight stand do the rest. I have to say, like, I only opened these, like, right before we um, recorded to check my photo albums and things, and I really hadn't engaged with that enough to work out what it was. I'm so glad I didn't include any embarrassing photos of him <laughs> holding it up in the air like a weapon. Yes, um, well, which... I think <laughs> he, he, the, the flame bit is actually meant to go to the bottom, so if you've got him holding Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I understand that now, but like seriously. Some kind of lantern that he's uh, yeah, if come, sweeping up in the corner. Yeah, if he had if he had come with um, proper holding things in, so we would have that photo now, and I'd be going, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, three accessories uh, is still quite nice. Um, yes, he can't hold them, but three accessories is, uh, is pretty darn cool. But I think uh, for me, the major standout on this is the head sculpt. Um, I think they've done an amazing job. He's got a... A, a jack-o'-lantern for a head, and so we've got a, a sculpted pumpkin that's got some nice wash over it to give it some depth. Um, and then, of course, we've got those nice translucent flames coming uh, out of the back of the head and, and neck, but then a couple of small ones coming out of the eye sockets of the of the pumpkin. So um, that's quite nifty and keeps some... I think the original one actually lights up from, uh, from memory. Huh. Um, Rest of the figure is actually quite bland. Not a lot really going on there in terms of paint. I think there's um, very little in terms of depth. Uh, everything's just kind of a, a single colour. But um, 
you know, silver buckles are a bit uh, a bit shoddy. But I think from from eye appeal, this is actually not a bad figure. He oh, does actually. No. I love the head. Yeah, it works well with this bike. No, and uh, he comes with Absorbing Man's. Uh, is it left leg? Comes with, I can't remember now. Yeah, it comes with a leg. So, all right. Coming up next is my dud of the wave, and it is uh, Venom. Yep. And um, we we haven't had a Venom in a, a, a long time. Venom was someone who seemed to get um, shafted a little bit, appearing in uh, Marvel Legends box sets and things like that, and the Spider-Man Classics line. Um, I think this was an opportunity to sort of update and use that Hyperion. Buck and bring us a more classic Venom in terms of, um, well, scaled down, so not that that hugely oversized uh, Venom we've seen in the past. This is just Eddie Brock wearing the uh, the symbiote and that sort of classic McFarlane head. Um, and, boy, do you get a lot of head with this figure. You get a lot of everything <laughs> with this figure. Yeah, you get a lot of head. Um, so, look, yes, this is uh, just a, a reuse. Um, we get uh, the new McFarlane head, then we get sort of the Eric Larson uh, tongue sticking out head, so the swap out head. We get uh, fists and open hands, and the builder figure parts are the absorbing man heads. And yes, I said heads. So I'll talk about those in a second. Let's talk about Venom and get it out of the way. Um, I think this figure sucks. Um, oh, the the um, paint, the white paint on his chest emblem on mine is horrible. I uh, this is just not working for me. Um, I he looks really awkward. Uh, the way the head mm. sits on the neck peg, his yep. head sits up quite high, but then he he looks really stumpy. Like his legs look really short, um, and it's almost as if the head is slightly too big. And it's as if either we need a bigger body for that head or a smaller head. But if we went for a smaller head, the figure would look too small. This is the, the same issue. Sorry. I had the same issues with the Sabretooth from the Wolverine Legends, mm, um, mm. which is on this buck. Um, and it just, it's just not physically, it just doesn't look right. Has it ever worked with anyone other than Hyperion? Uh, who was his swap out? Because wasn't that a swap out? Yeah, I don't know that it well, was the same. Didn't he have someone else? Look, I'm... I'm a little perplexed. Oh, actually, no, Tiger Shark and Radioactive Man were nice mm. figures. Oh, fair enough, yeah. Mm. And Look, was Drax on this, actually? The new Drax? Yeah, the box set Drax. No, 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 I don't think he was. Um, I do know the buck that he was on, I just can't, yeah. Oh, that was Luke Cage, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I don't understand why they didn't look a bit further afield at, at perhaps the Wrecking Crew. Um, for for this, um, I don't know. It's just look. I I have to confess, mine's already gone. Um, I was so disappointed with this figure, I immediately put it on one of the Facebook groups, and someone snapped it up. So, uh, mine is gone. And, and one of the main reasons, even if I wasn't blown away by this figure, um, I just think Marvel Select did such an astonishing job um, with their Venom that that's actually my preferred Venom in my Marvel Legends collection. So this figure, I don't think, was ever going to compete with that. I, I'm going to play devil's advocate in one area in that I actually really like the Eric Larson head sculpt. I don't oh, think yeah, it suits well on the body, but that one head sculpt, like just the way they've done like that really 
bright green classic comic colours for his sort of drool and mm. uh, the sort of edge teeth along there in the open mouth. Just I, I do think that head sculpt is done really well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll give you that. I think that head is the, the standout uh, of the figure. Well, if there's nothing else to discuss on that guy, we should talk about some builder figure pieces and we get two heads for Crushed Creel. Yeah. And um, this is actually pretty nifty because we get a regular head. So this is an untransformed flesh-coloured head. And then we actually get a, um, a head that's partially transformed and I guess what you would call a, an angry or an enraged head. So the mouth is well and truly open in a, in a yell of some kind. Um, the non-transformed head, um, he's not yelling. Uh, this was an easy choice for me. The, the flesh-coloured head, he has a really perplexed look on his face. Um, I'm not feeling that one as much as no. I'm transformed here. Yeah, same. And I would have probably gone the other way around if I liked the non-transformed head. Um, but he looks kind of like Igor or something. Mm. He's got, you know, one eye is kind of, you know, brow down, one up, and so it makes him look really like kind of deformed and... Yeah, yeah, not loving it. He's got I, that look on his head. Sorry, he's just got that look, like he, that look on his head where he's in a public place and someone passes gas and uh, he's trying to work out who it is without actually giving it away. Uh, I've actually I've gone this head on mine. The this regular one. The, yeah, the regular one because I I always sort of viewed Absorbing Man as. Um, a few eggs short of a basket type of thing. <laughs> okay, so the Perplex look worked. And in mine, I just had it trouble with it because the other one has that half-absorbed head, but then it goes to flesh skin underneath. It just mm. didn't kind of sit right in my eye angle, so I, I went the plane. What I do like with the, the transformed head is um, one half is flesh and one half is is that sort of that sort of stone concrete look that matches um, one of the left arms. Um, they haven't just sprayed it the same colour. It is actually sculpted. It does actually have a mm. texture uh, to give that sort of uh, rocky, concretey feel, which is quite impressive. For some reason, they've gone with a gold eye, so for some reason when he yeah. transforms into I, concrete, his eye changes colour. Yeah, I, I don't know why they did that, but I like that touch for some reason. There's, there's mm. something about that that I do. Yeah, it's certainly a nice job. They've sort of flecked on the, the paint, sort of giving that sort of speckled uh, appearance as if the, the transformation's slowly taking over him. So um, I actually find these to be uh, quite well painted. Even the, the detail on the teeth is actually not a bad effort compared to what Gertie's done mm. in the past. So, um, And they do actually look like they're in scale. If you actually line them up next to each other you can and you put the eyes uh, alongside each other, you can kind of see that, you know, the nose matches up nicely and you can see the the distance when the mouth is open. So... I think they've done quite a good job there. So not bad, not bad. All right, well, moving on to uh, our next female. So that's actually pretty cool that we've actually got two females in the wave. So a certain upcoming wave doesn't have any females, but we'll talk about that in good time. And uh, that is the female beetle. Uh, Any relation to the original beetle, Eddie, or is it just someone else who's bought a costume? Uh not that I can think of. I could be wrong. She's one of the bits that less stood out for me in the series. Um, yeah. But one one thing with this that I was kind of disappointed, and I don't know why I was expecting it, but in the series she's just constantly a 20-something girl 
in the background of the bar tweeting on her phone the whole time. <laughs> like she'll step up and do something, then just pull out her phone and start sort of tweeting and that again. And I really wish she had to just come with a little phone accessory um, that she could have in her hands because that's how I always picture the character yeah. is carrying her phone around with her. <laughs> All right. Well, this uh, young lady comes on that uh, that medium female buck, um, Marvel Legends buck that we've seen. Um, everything's reuse except for that torso, which is quite nifty because she's got these little sort of flares coming out, um, kind of coming out from her hips on part of her costume. Um, most obvious thing straight away with this uh, figure is those spectacular wings. Uh, very mm. impressive indeed. Yes. Th- they... In the preview shot, so when we first saw it, they were a bit more translucent looking, whereas what we have ended up with is very purple. Yes. <laughs> and which I don't mind, but then when I was looking, I actually looked back at just some Google images to, to work out how to position them. Mm. And when I saw the ones that she was initially shown with, I liked them better. Yeah. Okay. Look, I, when you get the wings on, and, and these are separate pieces that plug into some sockets on the back of the torso, um, they are actually quite spectacular. They're very well articulated. They don't just um, articulate sort of up and down separately, so you can sort of bring them close together or spread them out. Um, but you do actually get sort of uh, that lateral movement in the wings as well, so you can bring them close to her or sort of flick them around um, away from her. So, um, yeah, quite spectacular. Um, bit of reuse going on. Um, look, I, I mean, I think the wow factor with this figure is great. Like, she she looks really good. The colours work really, really well. Uh, I think the biggest fall down for me by far with this figure is that that ridiculous overpaint um, choice that they've done. So, for example, the the upper torso is moulded in green plastic, and then for the 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 purple detail, the pink detailing on her upper arms, they've painted it um, over the green. But then her lower arms, so her forearms and her uh, hands, are actually cast in that pink-purple colour and they don't match. So suddenly you've got this metallic pink on her upper arms bicep area uh, suddenly changing into a completely different pink colour and... Certainly on mine, where they painted that that pink colour over the green, um, it ha- really hasn't worked. You know, the green is coming through in multiple places. Okay, M- mine's actually pretty good. I'd have to say, like I hadn't really thought about that until you mentioned it. Now I can see that's the case, but my the paint's actually pretty solid on mine. Mm, oh, good. Oh, unless someone's doing well. Uh, something else that looks awkward, I think, is the um, the choice for the open hands. Yeah. Mm. So. One of the these are those kind of you know her, her right hand is that kind of scarlet witch spell casting hand as you might call it. Um, they aren't the same hands. I think they're slightly smaller, um, but they're both open hands, and so she's got this kind of. Um, I, I guess they actually would look quite good if she was coming into land and was putting her hands out. But yeah. uh, other than that, it looks like she's dancing. She doesn't look as dumb as Spider Gwen. <laughs> 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 Maybe you could do some hand swapping. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, look, as I said, eye appeal, great-looking figure, um, nice addition. It's a, it's a unique figure, uh, and that's what all, you know, that's what I'm after when it comes yeah. to Marvel Legends. I want to be able to build my universe. So I've now got a couple of different Beetle figures. I still think the original big, chunky one is uh, is the best, but it's, um, it's nice to mix and match. 
Um, in terms of build a figure, pretty boring stuff. She comes with the other leg. So you need uh, to pick up these villains with uh, Jack-O-Lantern and the Beetle to get both of the Absorbing Man's legs. All right, moving on to the final figure or final regular figure of the wave. And here we get my absolute favourite. Um, love it, love it, love it. And it is Speed Demon. Um, yeah. I, uh, oh, this is great. This is, this is the reason I collect this line for, for dudes like this, you know, for the, the blizzards, the tiger sharks, the bat, <laughs> the rocks. Yeah. Um, all those crazy villains in fantastic costumes. Uh, and, you know, this guy's great. So he, you know, he really is a, um, just a, a cheap version of, you know, a speedster. And uh, he's making use of the Spider-Man buck with those really weird shoulders, which yeah. probably don't work as well because of the detail of his costume. Um, for those people who aren't familiar with this guy, he is predominantly blue, red, and gold. No, she's no predominantly about it. He's blue, red, and gold. Um, <laughs> and uh, he's got some gold stripes that run across his chest and, and over his shoulders, but because of the nature of the articulation, they get broken up a little bit, which looks a bit, um, a bit wonky. But look, I love this figure. You know, I really do too, and it's. I think the head sculpt's fantastic. The little kind of you know smirk on his face is just awesome. The articulation <laughs> works really well for a running character, um, yep. and you know, I and actually something I've got to say right across the board is that I found all of these really easy to pose um, in you know different poses. Venom's probably the least. Um, you know, would be the least in that, but the rest of them are all you know, quite good. Jack o' Lantern's probably the hardest for me to balance, but he's got a lot happening there. But yeah, I I I really love this figure. I, I'm a big um, Squadron Supreme fan mm. um, as well, and obviously, you know, this has got yep. some links to that. And um, I would have loved to seen a Squadron Supreme. Uh, repaint variant, but that's probably asking just too that, much. That could be coming. We've got a Hyperion, we've got a Wizard. True. So okay, it could be. Look, I, I think we, you know, they're, they're obviously pimping the squadron at the moment. We might not get the versions that we want, the Mark Greenwald sort of versions, but I certainly think we will eventually be able to complete more and more members of the team. I mean, you know, there's certainly a buck around that they could do a, a classic Doctor Spectrum without any, oh, yeah. any real issue. There's mm. plenty of parts. Um, I think one of my favourite things with this figure, and, and obviously we'll get to the silver main bit, but... Um, one of my favourite things with this is the swap-out hands, and they're the karate chop hands. Um, and, you know, look, the first thing that comes to mind, and, and I don't want to go on and on about this because it's been done to death, but, you know, I can remember when Mattel announced, you know, in their Infernal Crisis that we were finally getting the Wally West figure and everyone was really disappointed that he was being um, made with fists and they said, look, you know, why can't he come with sort of, you know, the open hands to simulate, you know, that running Thing. And then I can still clearly remember Mattel saying that it was just too costly um, to, to do that and, and tool some open hands because no one else had come with those open hands before. And you know, here you've got a character who, you know, is just a, a huge part of superhero popular culture. And, you know, despite that, Marvel still, uh, sorry, Mattel still couldn't swing uh, a set of swap out hands. Yet he's Hasbro producing uh, a D list. Super villain who, who uh, you know, happens to have the same kind of powers, yet he comes with these swap out karate chop hands, and it, it just blows me away uh, that Hasbro are going to these lengths. I mean, they didn't have to do the open hands, 
Um, the other accessory, which we'll talk about in a second, would have been perfectly acceptable, but you know they, they still managed it. So now I I talk about this when we often talk about waves or that, but to me this guy he's the pickup figure. He's the one that when you have these sitting on your desk, he seems to be the one that you pick up and repose and play with <laughs> a bit. At least for me, are you guys finding that? Yep. Way? Absolutely. Yep, yep, yep. And I mean, what I'm doing at the moment, while you were actually saying that, Eddie, is I was um, making use of the double jointed um, elbows to, um, you know, to, to bend them as far as I possibly could and then put one behind him and then, you know, bend the other one as far as I could and put it in front of him to see if he could get that, you know, arms out front, arms by his side, uh, running motions. So, yeah, you um, can yeah, get that. You can do, I like doing the um, sort of two open palms back behind him almost as if he's doing an aeroplane and like one foot high up in front of him almost like sonic running across water or yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, so much different poses you can do with him it's great this is great look i think the the fact that hasbro you know obviously they are at the whim of marvel who you know definitely push uh, you know, the latest and greatest. And, you know, somehow either they've got a, a very understanding contact at Marvel who has a feel for the classics um, or they've got some very, very good PR people yes. who are talking Marvel into letting them make these figures. Um, yeah. I mean, I know how it works. We, we've all heard, you know, that there's a, a huge whiteboard with a list of names and, um, you know, everyone sits around a table and they, they go through them one at a time and, you know, give either a yay, nay, maybe sort of thing and and you know to slip guys like morbius and speed demon uh in amongst you know the spider gwens and those those modern figures i think is is really quite fantastic well i'm i'm kind of hoping there's some big nick spencer fans at hasbro because nick spencer's currently writing uh the ant-man book and there's mm-hmm. a lot of d-grade villains appearing yes. in that book like the grizzly yes. at the moment <laughs> i would love to see some of the characters from that ant-man book um come across uh, yeah yeah and and i look you know i I see some of those well yeah and i'm seeing some of those characters and you know my first thing that comes to mind when i see the grizzly and porcupine and people like that is you know can i actually see the bits can i see the reuse uh and and someone like grizzly is unfortunately you know going to cost an awful lot of money to produce but um look i don't know i (laughs) we'll we'll see all right, well, look, he comes with a pretty nifty accessory that you mentioned b- before already, but um, a few people have been quite creative with Silvermane, so, uh, yeah, tell us about it. Yeah, so the head of Silvermane on the uh, remote control car, and I love that he comes with, I know remote control cars have this, but I see it as the little flag from the old man um, electric scooter that they always <laughs> have uh, driving around retirement homes uh-huh. and... I actually reckon the sculpting on this remote control car is quite nice. The tyres are nice and chunky, <laughs> which if you are ahead driving around in a car, this is sort of the off-road car you'd want to have. It wouldn't always be nice, smooth roads <laughs> for you. Right. But the detail that they've put into the Silvermane head is fantastic. And the brilliant thing that they've done is that it's on a ball joint, so you can remove it from the remote control car and put it on a lot of your other uh, Marvel Legends figures. So he, so a lot of people have been putting him on the suit buck that comes with uh, Chameleon or yeah. uh, Bruce Banner or, you know, the other people have used that suit buck. Uh, I myself elect to go with the Ultron from the Target 3-pack uh, 
that uses no. the Ultimate Beetle uh, buck. Um, and that's just even silver-wise matches almost perfectly. Like part of me almost wonders if this was mm-hmm. uh, part of the design. And um, I've put in on the Facebook page under Scott's album uh, my picture of uh, Silvermane with this uh, Ultron body, and that's from the 90s comics. Uh, yeah. Silvermane did have his body put onto, I think you said it best, where it was kind of like a Terminator endoskeleton-type yeah. body yeah, in the look- comic, and for those people that don't know, Silvermane's been around a long time. He's a, a Spider-Man villain from, from many years ago. And uh, the main deal about this dude is he's really, really, really old, but he has crap loads of money. So when his um, flesh body fails him, he basically has it replaced with a, uh, a cy- cybernetic body. So um, one of the reasons this guy was able to go toe-to-toe with Spider-Man is he effectively had a you know mechanical body. So you know he's often made up of, you know, Lots of metal pieces with sort of uh, exposed innards, sort of mm. thing. He's not um, he's not robotic in terms of um, you know like the vision or anything. He actually has lots of exposed bits. Um, I myself have elected to pick up a um, Terminator T eight hundred endoskeleton figure from Necker, and I'm going to see how that scales up um, when that arrives with this head because uh, it's got lots of exposed you know, rods and all that sort of stuff. But, uh, yeah, look, I, I think that's quite clever, even from the point of view that if you did want to just, pop, you know, pop that on one of those um, suit bucks, you've effectively got another Spider-Man villain, which I think is great. And I'm in that weird spot. I'm kind of conflicted in the moment in that I love displaying him on the remote control car, but I also <laughs> like him on the Ultron buck. So do I pick up an extra, see if someone's going to sell a spare RV car with a head and get an extra Ultron and display both? And if only they've... you someone that could make a head cast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's, I always love, I love when there's a bit of humor and there's a bit of like, oh, we're thinking outside of the box and here's something you'd never expect to get or even ask for. But then when you see it, you're just like, I got to have that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So he comes kitted out with uh, a set of fists, uh, a set of open hands. This is Speed Demon again. And he also comes with uh, the Silvermane RV car. But his build a figure piece is the torso of the Absorbing Man. So, uh, as we mentioned, at a minimum, you will need uh, Speed Demon, Venom, Mad Jack, the Beetle, and then either Morbius or the Ben Riley Spider Man um, to get those arms. So, uh, all right, putting this guy together, um, I was, I, I have to confess, once I had the Absorbing Man together, I was actually standing in front of my Marvel Legends display, waving him around um, quite sort of maniacally because uh, that's, that's what I do. And uh, I finally clued in that um, this figure is actually a heavy reuse of the Terax buck. I, I just assumed oh. straight away. I, I thought it was the... Um, the wrecking crew. Yeah, me too. Uh, mm. It's actually the Terax torso, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a little bit of work going on. I think one of the things that gives away that this is a fairly old figure is um, the ball jointed hips. Um, he has these massive ball joints sort of coming out of the, the groin area, which look really ugly. Um, and if you actually put this guy next to one of the wrecking crew, you can kind of see how old this buck is. So I think it's a really interesting choice. I think maybe because this torso and that is a bit more heavily muscled and, and it's got the veins and everything um, as opposed to the, the Wrecking Crew who, you know, have uniforms over the top of their torsos. So um, the Wrecking Crew have that sort of really nice, uh, you know, 
uh, waist articulation as opposed to the really ugly sort of ball joints this guy has. But, uh, look, you know, there's no doubt about it. Once you get him together, he's actually pretty darn impressive and, and imposing. Oh, so, yeah, I, I'm, you know, really... This is a, a figure that definitely, character that definitely needed an update. Um, I think the original Marvel Legends Absorbing Man was pretty weak. Um, the one thing that I, the one thing that always bugs me about the, um, I can't think of the word of what his weapon is. I'm wrecking ball. Thank you. The wife. I, I read, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, is says the unmarried one. <laughs> <laughs> Is that just the way that they've sculpted the chain on this wrecking ball that they keep reusing? I find really hard to actually then position into anything that looks good besides resting on the ground. Yes. Um, you know, it's hard to get in. I'm using the wooden hand to hold it because I've found the metal y hand harder to mm. actually get it to grasp it. But Same. then. It, yeah, but then again, you're either resting it on the ground, which is pretty lame, or kind of waving it in the air in a really awkward-looking position. And I just think yeah. that, um, you know, you're stuck because of the way that they sculpted the chain. But wait, but wait. It comes with the single most useless point of articulation in the history of action. <laughs> it, it actually has a swivel <laughs> joint in it. <laughs> that adds absolutely nothing whatsoever to the playability yeah. or posability of it. You can just rotate the ball yeah. and, you know, maybe you could sort of place it so that you can't see the seam in the ball, but that's really about it. Like it's, yeah. You need uh, to perform an experiment where you just turn it about, you know, a quarter of a way each day and just <laughs> see if it in your house notices after a while. They'll be like, something's changed in here, but I don't know what it is. Yes. All right. Well, this guy is actually quite impressive. And uh, look, I, I, I'm maybe I'm a little bit. Um, you know, my opinion is probably slightly different, Scott. I, I, I didn't need another absorbing man. Like I've always enjoyed the character, but um, certainly the one we got in the Fin Fang Foom wave was was good enough for me. Uh, he sits in my collection, and okay. I, I've never felt yeah. the need to go. Oh gosh, I really need to update this guy. But I just find know, in- some. Of, sorry, I just find some of those early Hasbro figures are quite small. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 In, in terms of the way that they scale with the rest of the the collection. So one that yeah. I don't think, know that I needed this big an absorbing man, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. Look, I, I pretty much every apology figure they've done has has obviously been a huge improvement on the, on the figure that they're apologising for, um, you know, Scarlet Witch, Emma Frost, anyone. Um but for me, for every one of those we get, it's a slot where we don't get a figure who's never been made before. And this is actually the fourth Absorbing Man figure we've had, if you count the one from the original Hulk movie. Um, so, I, you know, I sit there and I go, okay, four Absorbing Man figures, that's fantastic. And, wow, how many figures out there, are, you know, how many characters are still waiting their very first figure? Um so look, you know, I'm still waiting for the the Enchantress or any number of um, you know Asgardians, and so getting this guy. And I don't know that Creel, you know, has ever been that big. Yes, in some of the more recent stories, they've decided that his powers allow him to sort of um, absorb mass and change size. But for many years, he was just a you know a big dude. But you know now he's gigantic. Mm. 
So, but look, um, you know, standing back and looking at this figure, he's he's definitely amazing to to look at. He's um, they've done a great job despite those ugly ball jointed hips. Uh, his belt is actually a separate piece; it's it's loose. And um, so, I guess what I'm going to do now is I'm going to throw over to you guys, and uh, I might start with Eddie and yep. tell us how your absorbing man is currently made up. Uh, so my absorbing man is pretty much all, uh, basic, no absorption, except for his hand holding the ball and chain, uh, which is the metal one sort of absorbing off that. And I don't have him with the spider Gwen ball and chain. I have him with the pile driver one because that's got a much better paint job on it than the flat gray. Ah, Okay. There you go. Yeah. I guess it depends on what he's absorbed. He has been known to um, absorb the the uru of uh, of Thor's hammer. So, yeah, in the past. All right, Scotty, how's yours displayed? I've got the transformed uh, head and matching left arm, and then the wooden right arm. <laughs> and I'll definitely be uh, getting out the pile driver wrecking ball now that Eddie's mentioned it. Yeah, there you go. Well, just to show that we are, you know, we are unique in our tastes, um, I'm pretty much the same uh, up until the right hand. So I've got the the transformed head with matching left arm, but I have the metal right arm okay. currently. Mm. So, and no wrecking ball because it's sitting on a shelf behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Should see if you hold um, the uh, jack-o'-lantern sickle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and... For those wondering why apparently he comes in a Spider-Man wave after appearing in only a very few Spider-Man comics, I mean, there was Secret Wars and um, Fear Itself and a little arc in the 90s. Uh, The rumour that I've heard with this one is he was meant to be the builder figure for the Hulkbuster wave we got Mm. last year. Uh, There was a leaked sort of... um, you know, these are the figures that might be coming in a wave a couple yep. of years ago that had some of them and uh, the Absorbing Man and the Hulkbuster was just listed as a single figure. Right. And then apparently once they realised how big the Hulkbuster was going to be for a film and they did some swapping around and pieces and made the Hulkbuster the builder figure, he got pushed back but because some tooling in that was already done, yep. um, he, they just chucked him into this wave since it was already a bit of a work in progress. Don't know how true that actually is. Um, the old confirmation thing I saw could have been a reworked one. It's just print on a computer thing. But uh, as Scotty said, with the thighs and all that, they're clearly an older design figure and taking from that Tarek Buck. So I would not be surprised if there's some truth in the fact that he is an older builder figure they've had sitting around and we're just looking for a spot to put him in. Fair enough. Look, I I think the standout for for this figure is the level of detail they've gone to with the builder figure parts. I mean, the the metal uh, right arm that I've got, you know, is painted uh, black and then they've tried brushed uh, silver over the top to sort of give a, a quite a dirty metallic look um, that continues up the arm, uh, you know, until it sort of fades out into the flesh. The uh, the right arm that Scotty has, which is the, the wooden one, is the same sort of thing. We've got the dark brown and then they've got the, the light brown dry brushed over the top, but then they've gone and airbrushed that sort of, um, that, you know, woody fleck again that sort of slowly disperses into the skin colour and, uh, you know, look, same thing for that left arm that is the, the concrete 
uh, rocky looking arm. We've got the dark grey with a light grey over the top, and then that sort of airbrushing even continues right up into the shoulder and is obviously matching the uh, the transformed head. So um, that definitely stands out, especially that gold eye and the transformed head. And um, something I think that's actually worth a mention is the black stripes on. Uh, on his pants he wears the classic sort of purple pants with the the black stripes and um those are tempos that they've actually put on but they've actually done a fairly good job um some of them don't quite sort of line up they come back around the leg and, and don't quite match up to where they started but um there's actually been many a character that i've considered doing a custom and then i see stripes like this and basically abandon any plans because uh, <laughs> I, in my sort of aged years i i have no patience for that sort of thing anymore so um, my Where's Waldo commission is not coming? No, no. And uh, I think it was Derek WC who mentioned Madcap and uh, I went and had a look on, I was trying <laughs> to remember, remember his costume and I saw the stripes on his uniform and I thought, oh, they could be done. Oh, I'd have to, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, look, I, I think the level of detail that have gone into those um, has actually uh, been what makes this figure. Uh, and it even takes away from the fact that things like his boots, which are just uh, moulded in black plastic, have absolutely no extra detail on them whatsoever. It's it's black, black, black. Um, there's not even a speck of dirt, which would upset John. So, um, yeah, kudos to them, I think. Uh, yeah, Nice that they've actually managed to get some extra use out of that buck. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that brings us to an end of the Absorbing Man wave. And Very good. Uh, I've got to say, as a as a collector who was there picking up the very first wave i'm i'm actually pretty impressed i think for a while there i was starting to lose a bit of faith in marvel legends um with some of the the assortments but um the fact that i managed to get rid of ben riley and venom quite quickly uh, and move them on and kept the builder figure parts and then i can add spider spider gwen morbius uh, jack-o-lantern speed demon and the beetle to my you know universe building i think is fantastic now, both of you guys have gotten the Onslaught wave now, haven't yes, you? Yes, indeed. Yeah, so I'm, I'm still waiting on my one to Oh, no, sorry, mine hasn't puppet. arrived yet. Mine's en route. There's a new purchase um, them, but they have not Stay tuned. Now, because I, I was very impressed with this wave. I thought we're off to a great start. Without going into too much detail, Ben, is it holding up that same level? Oh, my God, Whirlwind is fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> Uh, yes, yes. Let's uh, let's discuss that soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good job. All right. Well, that wraps up our discussion topic, and uh, we'll be back in a moment with some feedback before we wrap things up. Anyone for turtle soup? Oh no! Raphael's in the clutches of the evil foot flesh-o-matic torture machine. Will the turtle cycle make it in time? Will Raphael be destroyed by the retro mutagen ooze? I don't know. What a shot! The double-barreled plunger gun saves the day again. And with their retro catapult, the turtles are giving the foot some of their own medicine. Anyone remember where we parked? From Playmate! Well, before we finish off this epic show, we have some feedback from our listeners to share with you. And if you'd like to hear your questions, comments, or suggestions on future episodes, you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com and you may just hear it read out. And, uh, Eddie, you've got our first bit of feedback. I do. It comes from our dear friend, John. Uh, it says, On American Horror Story Hotel, hypodermic Sally is Sarah Paulson, not Lady Gaga. Uh, so, yeah, sorry, John. I, uh, but in my defense, it's a pop. Yeah. 
Get your act together. Should be clear looking at that pop who it is. Yeah, they it still looks like Lady Gaga to me. I, I've been upset <laughs> about this all week. Yeah. 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 Why didn't you say anything I, when you're on the show? Enough to hurt a cactus? Or? <laughs> I, I yeah. couldn't tell that Scott was upset because of his poker face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. I just thought he was not. born that way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, I thought disgusting hall. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> Before we start seeing pictures of each of you dressed in meat dresses, I think we should move on. Oh, dear. Uh, help, help, help. Adam, Adam, come to our rescue. There was, uh, there was some discussion on Twitter regarding the new 12-inch Marvel Legends. There was, Ben. Google responded with, at AF Blues, it depends on the sculpts, to be honest. Not feeling that Iron Man sculpt, though. Might be good for customising. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, I actually thought the um, the little energy projectile things on his hands just looked like giant snowflakes or something. <laughs> They're really quite awful. Or some sort of Christmas ornament. They don't look like energy blasts at all, I think. That's yeah. just me. Yeah, all right. And Justin? Well, you know, yeah, uh, via like Twitter again. Nature, at least. <laughs> <laughs> uh, via Twitter again. Re-12-inch Marvel Legends from Gamma Base. At Action Figure Blues, I can't afford another scale. Six inch in the UK, around 22 pounds. As it is so, I'm assuming these would be closer to the 40 pound mark. Frimes. Yeah, yeah, so. 22 pounds? I bet they're... Yeah. That's like $10 yeah. billion dollars Australian, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, like, I know. Like... Whoa. Yeah, it's right up. That's right up. About the $40 mark. Mm. Mm. I don't think I I'd bet be you they're going to be closer to 50 or 60. Yeah. Yeah, I think I that's not a straight a, double. That might be a yeah, pick and shoes wine somehow. So six here would be yeah, about a hundred dollars here. Um, all right, moving on, Mr. Scotty. Um, also from Twitter, this is feedback from episode two hundred and seven. Figure fan zero said, "Okay, action figure antiques roadshow mashup made me spit out my coffee. <laughs> you owe me a new keyboard." <laughs> And I have to say that was yes. brilliant, Eddie. Yeah. He, he he would have to save up points for that. And uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You've got to save up um three hundred uh, before him points for a keyboard. Yeah, and there's no guarantee that's not going to have coffee in it either. So oh, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean we did get them from Antiques Roadshow, so that's you know, right. They, they maybe worth more yeah. than three hundred points, so yeah. maybe worth less. But you're waiting on to get it evaluated. <laughs> And yeah. plus, it's a typewriter. So. <laughs> and not in English. Um. Oh, yeah, no, it's a Hindu Arabic yeah, typewriter. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right, John finishes off with the money shot. Well, oh, my. Also on. I have to go now. <laughs> <laughs> also on 207, um, my buddy Eric's posted in the AFB forum Toilers, Toilers, troubles, Troublers, and Boilers. <laughs> Anyhow, how much of a spoiler can a toy be? It's not like they would sell a Darth Maul with a split in the middle action feature. <gasps> old spoilers. Great show, isn't it? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yes, yes, that is an old spoiler. I'm sorry, I should have prefaced with that. <laughs> I still think that's one of the greatest gimmicks ever. We want the magnets. <laughs> um,. The thing about the reason that we're so paranoid is because we get in so much trouble every time anyone thinks that we're spoiling anything. Mm. 
okay, yeah. I still haven't seen Star Wars, but I <laughs> not know, I you. Promise. We don't care about you. Good grief! Have you not seen Star Wars? No. <laughs> My goodness, man! It's been like what two months? Yeah, it's it's a long sordid story. <laughs> it's, it's not a long sordid film. It's only two hours, man. <sighs> Far out. Well. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we we were getting in trouble for spoiling Force Awakens every time we covered Force Awakens toy reveals before the movie came out. So we're paranoid. That's wrong. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up our feedback. Now we we're need paranoid. to say that wraps up our feedback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Take it easy. Good journey. Uh-huh. We're paranoid. Uh-huh. Yay. Adopt a dog. <laughs> it's a big responsibility. <laughs> Why don't we start with just like, you know, recycle or something? <laughs> Buy a house. I <laughs> out a European country. <laughs> Cure a disease. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigureblues.com by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter at AFBlues and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. Shall we bant? <gasps> bant. We shall. We shall. All right. In. Oh, no. My, my tab's locked up. Oh, no. Locked tabs. I have a Coke Zero. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like tab when I was a kid. They don't make it anymore, do they? Yeah, it's around. You can, oh. Yeah, it depends it's where you... A, it's very hard to get here. Huh. Well, there you Is go. It cancerous? Yeah. <laughs> do they have tab is, in Australia? Actually. I've seen it around. Oh, really? Yeah, I spent $7 on a can once. What? Why? Because <laughs> I was, like, obsessed with American soft drink, and I saw it in a store, and I was like, I've always heard about Tab. I want to try it, and I tried it, and then I was like, it's just Diet Coke. How strange. Yeah, I I thought it was going to be like a Dr. Pepper or some like unique euphoric flavor experience. Oh my god. What do you what do you mean lift tastes like mellow yellow? <laughs> I I didn't know this Tab Coke connection. I just saw it in films as like Austin Powers drank it once. Like, oh my gosh. I just focus on El McPherson. Okay, let's well, bend. It was kind of around before the diet ones, wasn't it? Yeah, just one calorie tab. I 
like Diet Coke's always been around for me. I don't remember that being introduced. That was just I am so young. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, my joints haven't given out yet. <laughs> I could still get up without putting my hands on my knees. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.